0: always I know you'll be at my show watching
1: waiting come is Say will not go I will not go. na 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 na
2: Buddy, welcome to episode 52 of oh the my. What's Good Games podcast! That means it's been a year, because there are 52 weeks in a year, I don't math. <laughs> That's some quick math there, Christine Steimer. Oh welcome God, so back to the, to the studio. And, uh, Brittany, Brittany's losing it already. We just started, <gasps> you guys. Just started! I love Steimer. Hi, friends. So, how does it feel to make it to episode 52, ladies? I,
3: I mean... it's. It's very fitting that we're all in the same room for this episode. And I feel like it was just yesterday. I know i said so many times. We're sitting on this. We're like, okay, what are we going to say for our Patreon video? How are we going to introduce ourselves? What are we going to say and do? And we haphazardly, I think I wrote on a napkin, like a a loose script of what we were going to say. And I remember sitting on here, this couch, and talking about our Patreon video and and something. I don't know what we're talking about. I'm like, because I'm awesome and you should follow us on Patreon. I felt like such a fucking idiot when I said that.
1: I felt like an idiot throughout that entire sheet. The entire weekend it was just No, kind you of guys awkward. were afraid. Just because, like, it was just like, you were like, why should they contribute to us? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But thank you for doing it, everybody yeah. that has. No, this is like, the we reward. wouldn't be here without yeah. you guys. So. This is where
2: it all started in this very room. Yeah. That's fitting. Crazy. And we have some really fun... Clips that we're putting together. We have some photos that we're putting together. If you're listening to this bright and early on Friday morning, don't forget to tune into our all day anniversary stream happening Friday, May 11th from 10 a.m. Pacific time through 6 p.m. Pacific time. There will be shenanigans. There will be special guests. We will be playing some video games and yes, talking about what's happening with what's good in the rest of 2018 and beyond. So, um, I guess we kind of already started the show. <laughs> yeah. But this, of course, is your source for video game news, commentary, analysis, and funny stuff right here on What's Good Games. If this is your first time joining us, thank you so much for tuning in or for listening. I would say that. And I know everyone gets on my case about it. Why? Tuning in. Why? What's wrong
3: tuning in? Because technically you can you tune with your radio. Oh, pooey. You can, right? tune.
1: You can Have, tune. You can tune? Hey. You, you can tune what you want to do. Exactly. On What's Good Games. Is, well, that, is that a real song or is that a Simon song? It Stimer is a song? real song. Minus a, the What's Good It's Game a card. In Living Color theme song. Oh. Huh. Oh, well then. Yeah. It was a good show. I like, I
3: like
2: saying tuning in. Like an like old in. I do too. Well. It's yeah. a crutch. It I, I use it often. It's wonderful, you guys. Crutches, they're great. <laughs> um, I don't know if there's any more housekeeping to do besides the um, the anniversary stream. If you aren't able to join us live... Don't forget, you'll be able to catch the archive at youtube.com slash what's good games. We'll be co-streaming to both twitch.tv slash what's good games and our YouTube page. Uh, so you can go to either of those places to, uh, to check out the anniversary stream and we'll probably be clipping that out at some point as well. So you don't have to watch the entire eight hour stream, but I mean, why wouldn't you? It's we'll going to be watch wonderful.
1: Kid, We're kidding. It's fine. You can do whatever you want to do. Are you sure? I mean, we would appreciate the views, <laughs> but. <laughs>
2: Good job, Stimer. That was great. (laughs) They're sold. And um, if you're um, listening to this, you'll probably want to know that we've made some changes to our Patreon page. If you haven't been there recently... patreon.com slash what's good games we haven't updated our video yet uh, since the departure of Alexa Ray but that will be coming in the next couple of weeks but uh, we will be updating our tiers because after a year of doing what's good we kind of have learned a few things and we've talked to you guys we've asked for your feedback and a lot of you have sent in some very helpful notes and so we've decided to, um, to change just a couple of tweaks. For the most part, though, it's a lot of the tiers are the same. Still got the secret segment. Still got the happy hour Q&A. Still got the postcards. So, uh, if you have yet to check them out, please do patreon.com slash what's good games. Um, so shall we get into some news? Yeah, Let's do, do it. it. <laughs> Muppet
3: voices. Yeah. So good. Yeah,
2: girl. All right. <laughs> If you guys missed the uh what was that two weeks ago? I oh, don't know. I think I put it in the cold open on the oh, audio yeah. version. Of the Muppet voices. Yeah. It's Still pretty. Good. Good. It's a thing now.
3: <laughs> it is it's a trend. Muppets unite. Oh, someone should draw us as Muppets.
2: Oh, what? <laughs> Last time I asked for some art, we got fire hour, fire five hour, any of yeah, five hour, hour NEF from, from, from Maddie, yeah. who, was really which good. was awesome. So I guess if you're really good at drawing Muppets <laughs> and you want to draw us as Muppets. <gasps> Because Brittany loves to do the Muppet Boys. We would have to be like Statler and Waldorf, like in a... I was imagining like Kermit like the Frog.
1: Well, I would need to be Statler or Waldorf.
2: I mean, I obviously have to be Miss Piggy. Like... Well, because she's blonde, though. Because I thought yeah. I would get Miss Piggy. Well, okay, I that's fair. I don't know fair. if we're doing hair color. Yeah. As much as personality. Maybe I could be Animal. No, but... Oh, no.
1: I feel <laughs> like no. she would be Animal. She would be one. Animal. Think, yeah,
2: Brittany yeah. would definitely be Animal. You could be Miss Piggy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's settled there you go i'm one of okay. the old men there's your inspiration <laughs> you're like which one has a mustache that's me mm, yeah
1: <laughs> i wish i had a mustache oh so boy I it.
2: well you know there are products for that we could get you one let's get like you a, a, mustache. Fake, a fake mustache oh, um happy belated birthday by the oh, way yeah, thank you so uh do you want to tell us what you did on your birthday did you have a fun time I did have a fun time We just, i just had did dinner and, and
1: karaoke because everybody knows i like to sing so really no, you have never know oh. yeah i wonder
3: if one of these days we can take all of Steimer's songs and put them on a cd and sell it for like two dollars <laughs> oh
1: <laughs> <laughs> my songs are like 20 seconds long max so yeah
3: but they're so full of love and personality
1: yeah, thank you you. Yeah, i appreciate that someone also oh, sent- like i need to take a drink after lunch." someone so like- <laughs> also also sent you flowers Stimer. you did no so Brittany britney is very sweet and so i'm walking up to my apartment i would just like gotten a massage and like done some errands and i see this bouquet of flowers at my door and i'm like oh my mom sent me flowers like how sweet and then so i walk over to the door and then i look at the card and it says stym time and i was like there's no way my mom sent me a card that says styme time on. <laughs> so i think i didn't call you stym or a lot I don't remember. You I called think- me. It was a nickname that my mother would not have yeah, called me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's when I immediately was like, who is this from? And then I looked at the end. I, was like, I oh. also called you sexy bitch in there, too. I mean, my mom might call me a sexy bitch. Oh. <laughs> no, she wouldn't. All right. She, would,
2: she wouldn't. But hey, you know what? To each their own. <laughs> you guys are getting your gifts at the really same cute. time. So don't get ahead of yourselves because Brittany also has a May birthday. She does. <sighs> dirty 30. <coughs> the dirty 30. I forgot you were turning 30 this yeah, year. I keep forgetting, I'm too.
3: Double tress. Double tress. Yeah, I don't know if it's like you get older and your birthdays are just like they're fun,
1: but I care
3: more about other people's birthdays than my own, you know?
1: Yeah, this was the only birthday I've had within recent memory where I've actually like made an effort to do something. Mm -hmm. Um, And like I was telling you guys before, I realized I don't really like doing that. I mean, it was fine. I had a great time because we're all drinking and singing, but... I was also in the back of my mind having that thing where I was like, is everyone having a good time? Oh my God, that person's like, are they okay? Like, do they need, uh, do I need help? Like, yeah, yeah like, just you're like, yeah. Oh God, like, I, I want everyone to be okay. Yeah, yeah. Is everyone okay? Feed them alcohol. They're fine. Some of people aren't drinking and that's like really not a fun time when you're at karaoke. Well, then that's, there you go. I think it's a requirement. If you show up in this karaoke room, you need to drink.
2: I don't know. John Drake doesn't drink and yeah, he but has John, a real fun time. John at karaoke. is a different beast than that's most true. people. Oh. And he is very funny. As a karaoke. former musician, he's um he's pretty excellent at karaoke. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> As anybody who's done karaoke with him I can attest, you really kind of like. it's sometimes it's hard to sing with him or not in the same room because like he just makes everybody else look bad. It's like going really? to karaoke with like Nick Chester or Steiner. Like they're just too good.
3: I haven't seen the John Drake do the karaoke. I don't How think I've karaokeed with John like
2: properly. Oh, we should we should do so it. We should he like- sings a mean um kiss from the rose. Ooh! Ooh. We did that one. We did that one. It was really yeah. good. Yeah. Real good. Classic. All right, All right, well we're off on a tangent now. No surprise for people who have been with us since week 1, but because it's week 52, there's got to be lots of news and there is thankfully um there's a giant dump of Nintendo information. <laughs> Sorry like five. uh take that how you will. Um so we're going to go ahead and talk about about talk about Nintendo first. So uh they have revealed Did you like my rough transition there? Oh, it was I was thinking cuz you know like
1: people have shticks for for like their different segments and then I was just thinking ours should be the
2: double wish. <laughs> The news down. Really crappy noise. It's like a bad fart sound. Okay. <laughs> the best part was watching Cyber's face contort as he made that face.
0: <laughs> it
2: was real if you want, if you want to see Steiner's face, don't forget YouTube.com/slash What's Good Games. Hit that, uh, hit that subscribe button. Uh, smash that bell. That's what the kids are saying these days oh, yeah. for, oh. the- for, for notifications on when our videos go live Friday mornings. Um, all right. So Nintendo revealed more information about Nintendo Switch Online, including pricing, save data, cloud backup, and additional details about the classic NES game. Subscribers will be able to play when it launches in September. So pricing in the U.S. will have a couple of different price points. Individual memberships um, start at $3.99 for one month, $7.99 for three months, and then for 12 months, it's $19.99. You can also get a family membership for 12 months, which will be $34.99. How many people in a family? Eight, apparently, according to Nintendo. You can get eight account holders will be able to use the Nintendo Switch online service even on different systems. Now, there's no... Uh, specification here if it will be a full eight systems, but clearly this will be like Netflix where you can share your subscri- subscription mm-hmm. with people. So should we just have our own little what's good family? Oh, yeah. Subscription. Most yeah. definitely. Yeah, let's do it. Um, subscribers will have access to NES Nintendo Switch Online, a compilation of classic NES games. The collection will initially include 20 games, with more added on a regular basis. At launched, previously announced games, Balloon Fight, Dr. Mario, and Super Mario Bros. 3 will be joined yes. by Donkey Kong, Ice Climber, The Legend of Zelda, Mario Bros., Soccer, Super Mario Bros., and Tennis. Can I finally play The Legend of Zelda? I guess. Girl,
1: you've been able to play that game for a long time. I know, but like, the Switch is the only Nintendo console I've actually liked in a very
2: long time. What? Yes, yes, you can then. Mm-hmm. Uh, an additional 10 launch games will be announced in the future. For the first time ever, players will be able to enjoy these classic NES games online. Depending on the game, players can engage in online competitive or co-op multiplayer or take turns controlling the action. You can even watch other people, friends can even watch each other play single player online games and pass the controller at any time. Every classic game will support voice chat via the Nintendo Switch Online smartphone app. And it will also be possible to play these games offline. This service will also include Save Data Cloud Backup. It's about time. By using the Nintendo Switch Online, a backup of Nintendo Switch Save Data for most Nintendo Switch games will be stored for easy access. online play i know right a nintendo switch online membership will be needed to participate in co-op and competitive online features for many current and upcoming nintendo switch games such as splatoon 2 mario Kart 8 deluxe arms mario tennis aces and sushi striker the way of yes give me that smash brothers and pokemon yes
3: that's my little insert
2: The Nintendo Switch Online smartphone application will be used to enhance the online experience for compatible games through voice chat and other features. Or just use Discord. So, in addition to this, Jason Schreier over at Kotaku asking the tough questions that no, Virtual Console will not be coming to Nintendo Switch. In the wake of news of their online subscription service, That will include a Netflix-like library of NES games. Jason writes, fans have been wondering, is the virtual console coming back? The answer to that question is no. Quote, there are currently no plans to bring classic games together under the virtual console banner, as has been done on other Nintendo systems, a Nintendo spokesperson told Kotaku. The
1: key phrase being there as has been done on other Nintendo platforms and right. consoles. So like, it doesn't mean that we won't get those games or that anything like that will happen. It's just the brand of virtual console is apparently no more. Correct.
2: So, um, Brittany, yeah, as like the resident Nintendo fangirl in this room, what are your initial thoughts?
3: So there's a lot here and. I feel like every time I'm like, "Yay, that's great!" I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing, Nintendo?" So, for example, I think the pricing very reasonable. I think yes. that's fantastic. That's that's good. That's, a, good that's price. a very good do, especially with a family membership. Congratulations, you did real good. I think it's awesome that they're including these twenty games and the online capability. If I don't know how they're going to implement co-op, co-op with the Legend of Zelda: Skyward, but I imagine it would be pass and play.
2: So maybe mm-hmm. you and I can
3: play together this part's hard you do it and the fact that you get these 20 games for this price you know it's well under what you would get if if were you to purchase these games separately under a virtual console so i think that's also fantastic now where i start clenching my butt a little bit comes Mm -hmm. when it comes to the save data cloud backup now i know that's a fantastic thing in the sense that now we finally have the ability to save our data somehow the problem is you cannot do it any other way besides this way Nintendo takes your save information and they save it to their own hardware. So it's not any other console. This is a free thing you can do. I mean, with PSN, you have to pay to use the cloud servers. But what I'm saying is, like, at least with PlayStation, you can stick a USB drive in your PlayStation and save your data that way if that's how you wanted to do it. Right. But Nintendo is the only console that requires you to pay to have backups. I mean... It's okay. It's just one of those why Like, why would you not make it so you can save your information, your saves any other way? Because people have sent in their consoles before and they've lost everything. We're talking like 80 plus hours of Zelda progression. Sam, are you looking. I I mean, I have no answers for you. I don't know why. Oh, okay. I was wondering if you're like irritated like I am.
2: No, yeah. I'm not irritated. There's there's quite a few people online who are irritated about this news, Mm -hmm. right? So there are obviously people who are excited that finally there's going to be some online offering. But I think that there are people who are very critical, saying, you know, like this is something that's op- that has been offered, mm-hmm. and like Nintendo clearly was dragging their feet a little bit and getting on to the online bandwagon. So I think that the price is good. I'm concerned, just much like uh, Tim was when he was talking about it on Games Daily earlier this week, saying I'm a, w- a little worried that the price is almost too cheap. It almost feels like how robust can this offering be if it's only 20 bucks a year it's not it's not going to be an xbox live it's not going to be a psn right right
1: that's never what this was going to be so i think that it's smart that they priced it where they did because your expectations would be too high otherwise and i don't nintendo's never been that company right like they don't really necessarily care about the latest and greatest um cool online tech shit like they're like well no we care about our software mostly our first party software and like it's worked pretty well for them so
3: far so like yeah i mean i'm i'm happy that you know they're mo- finally learning to monetize their stuff in the other sense other than just like software you know now you have a paid online service good for you you're starting yeah. to do dlc good for you like you know welcome to how many years ago um but it's just kind of the idea that again the price point very fair i'm not saying it's overly priced it's not it's just the idea that you have to pay in order to have access to these cloud saves
1: which is just a little whatever
0: it's fine i it's,
3: mean it makes, sense to, it makes sense
1: to have to pay for the cloud saves because you have to do that for the other consoles but I, yeah i, I, I see your point of like xbox is free um is it free for everyone i thought you had to pay you, you have gold. to have an
3: xbox live account but you do not have to have a gold account to access microsoft's cloud saves it's right i just xbox have gold one. so
1: i just i don't even remember right but no, it's something not. you don't really think about right um yeah and I just got renewed for that. And I was like, oh, 60 bucks.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's no big deal. Um, I think where I also start clenching. Gaming is not cheap. No, is the online app that still just baffles me to like no end.
2: I think it's dumb, straight up. Like, I like a lot of what Nintendo does, but they sometimes it feels like one step forward, two steps back. Like they're doing really cool things. You know, they have a great online game coming down the pipeline. Not only do they have Splatoon 2 already on the platform, but they've got Smash Brothers on the way. And clearly they're going to be adding more online connectivity with future titles. And you know, I know that there's still people out there who are hoping that they're going to get a Fortnite on Switch announcement at some point this year. Making people use an app on your phone is is ludicrous like simer said why would you not just use discord it's just pointless at that point like i guess i don't even know why you
1: would bother well, because I just, you would just use discord if you have to use a separate if you have to use a separate app right and i'm going to use the thing that everyone already has i yeah and i
3: don't understand why you want to just build it into your hardware in the first place why you have to make I'll it such a com- uh well because
1: what? they didn't do it
3: I know they didn't, but
1: it's just one of those things. It's like, okay, <laughs> so, do it, so, so yeah, they have their more. app.
3: And so I was looking at Reddit on some of the comments, and apparently you still cannot message friends who are not currently playing the game you're playing and are in the app. So there's no way of contacting your friends, and you cannot remove friend codes. And that's you can't remove people? According to Reddit Thread, now, granted, I haven't tested this out myself, but it was one of those comments that had a ton of upvotes, and no one was like saying, no, you're wrong, which the internet is, you know, they do that yeah, they a lot. Do, they yeah. usually do that. They usually do that and so i know granted we still have a few more months until this thing like officially is like a paid thing you have to do but the fact that they haven't changed these things or added these things in it's just so
1: wonky i think what you just Mm -hmm. like for this you have to and i don't know if this is their plan or not but like the value prop here might just be the old games like this might be the new virtual console eventually
2: yeah, I mean, it definitely sounds like it is, even though they're clearly not calling it virtual console. Um Well, it couldn't, right? Because that's a different... Ser- like, virtual console is I pay for the thing,
1: I own the thing. And if you're going to do a subscription model service, you wouldn't want to use that same branding. It would be confusing.
2: But for this price point, are we going to be able to get games from, like, newer systems? I think...
1: Uh, I mean, that's something where either they could, like raise the price or they can rotate things out i don't know what their structure is technically going to be but um it might just be like a we you don't get to pick the games that you want at the time you know Like it's like a what's the like the sony thing ah Rah. my brain because they have so many different services playstation, PlayStation now? now yeah like mm. where there's just things that you can play and you don't get to pick what those things are but they're there yeah. that's true
3: so it's, you know, it's not all bad. Like I said, it's priced reasonably. I like these 20, these 20 games that are coming. Well, it's the ones they've announced. that they're giving you eight accounts. Yeah, eight accounts. It's, it's well done. It's just some of the, the other decisions they made, like the online play, the Nintendo Switch app. It's like,
1: why try to reinvent the wheel? And that's kind of my biggest thing. Yeah, I just wonder. I mean, I know that they can't because they wouldn't want to work this closely with a third party. But it would be like, can you just put a Discord app on like the Switch and just call it a day? Like That's crazy. pretty much what people are going to do anyway, so right. we may as well just use the thing.
3: Um, now, when it comes to the virtual console not coming to the Switch, I, I try to look up, like did Nintendo ever talk about the virtual console in any official capacity? And the only thing I could find was a press release they sent out February of last year, and they essentially said, we have nothing to announce at this time. We will talk about this in the future. I think it was always the assumption that a virtual console was coming. Of so course. when this news hit, everyone's mind
1: blew a bit, but... I mean, it's a. I it is a bit of a bummer if it's only going to be some sort of subscription form where you can't just like get the thing you want to get because like the Switch is such a portable platform. Like, of course, I want to be on a plane, like playing Donkey Kong Country or some shit, and mm-hmm. and not have to deal with. Do I need to be online? Do I like what sort of um, requirements are going to be there for me? Uh, so.
3: Yeah. I mean, was a virtual console perfect? No. You know, you got this drip feed of games that you might not necessarily like. I think there's like over 200 on the Wii and the Wii's virtual console is going away January of next year. Yeah. Um, And there are some other concerns that people have raised. For example, should the Mario title, should Earthbound or Chrome Trigger cost as much as a lesser known Super Nintendo title? You know, like... Yeah. So that was another concern people had where they see room for improvement. Uh, But... And, and I see the virtual console, if it's going away, I'm sad. Because I too like, see, like you, Simer, I want to be able to choose what I want. I want to be able to play like these games on the go. But I think I think the way we're going to see these happen, obviously you have little portable consoles, but the little minis. I think you're going to see things like the Kirby collection that you saw on the Wii where you got six games for about $40. And that had, you know, from Game Boy games up to Super Nintendo games. The Super Mario All-Stars collection I think had 10 or so games. Yeah, those are all the classics. I don't know how much that was at that time, but I can't imagine it was more than average retail price, and that's okay. I'm fine with that. I release a freaking Legend of Zelda collection, and I'm going to buy ten freaking copies of that and then sleep with them every night and drape them with my walls and put Are them on you my in a Santa closet. Drape them with my walls—that makes sense. Am I going to Santa closet? Yeah, I'd be like you good a Zelda and you good as absolutely freaking Lulie. I will absolutely do that. It's more of an Oprah than yeah. Santa, but still no. So I think I mean that's okay. I'm fine with that. I mean, you know, it's fine.
1: Fine. Yeah. I would. I mean, like I said, I I just want to buy the thing I want to buy, but I will also accept your collection. Well, I
2: mean, so for example, <laughs> for, that, for that price point, yeah, so for
1: like right now,
3: and like, but- NES titles cost five dollars. Yeah, that's way so better if you're, than if forty. Well, and if you're spending like monthly, that's four bucks. So it's like I know you want to buy what you want to buy, but for the same price, you're you know,
1: for yeah, less. that's totally fair. It's more. It's more about the perception of having control over my purchasing than anything else and mm-hmm. i know that it's it's yeah like you said with the pricing it really honestly doesn't make a difference right. or make any sense it's just like a it's the reason why people still buy physical copies right and you're mm-hmm. like why would you buy a physical copy you can just get it digitally like immediately at your house mm-hmm. it's like well i want i want the i just want the thing right, right. like i want to know that i tech i own it in some way
0: yeah
3: overall though interesting business decision i know they have their reasons Someone up there has done the math and they're like, Hey, we're gonna make more money. If we do it this other way. So what do you think Andrea? I just missed. I
2: like, I like the branding <laughs> virtual console. I I think that that's great Steimer. but it's gone. Oh, I know. <laughs> Goodbye. Like it's gone. Goodbye. Bye. Virtual console. I'm just glad that they finally came out and just confirmed it. Yeah. Thank you like, we were going back and forth and making debates about it and being like, when are you bringing it? So like, okay, fine. I'm glad it's gone i like, the one thing I wanted, they're like, no. You'll get it in some <laughs> capacity, Summer. You'll get it I in know. some capacity. I
1: just remember being on this show and being like, all I want is the virtual console on my Switch. And
2: everyone being like, yeah. And then Nintendo being like, LOL. I... I make comments all the time about how I don't think that going back to play old games is really the best use of my time and how I just don't enjoy doing it very much. There's few, a few select games that I'm like would be excited to do it with. Like I was tweeting today about how I was excited that Burnout Revenge is coming to Xbox One backwards compatibility and you know, they announced Dragon Age 2 for backwards compatibility and they've got obviously Red Dead and some other things and they're really kind of um, making waves in a positive way in the in the community for all of the work that they're doing to bring a, a very large library of games to backwards compatibility on Xbox One. So definitely, hats off to Microsoft. But when we talk about legacy games, Nintendo was like the king of legacy games. Like those games stand the test of time that you could go back and play. Like if you booted up Mario brothers three right now, like I would play that, sit down and play that for yeah. several hours, you know? And so few publishers can say that. And that's why I think so many people have very strong opinions about this decision.
1: Mm-hmm. No, totally. And I think that's one of the draws for me. Like when I'm traveling, I want comfort food games. And like a lot of those old Nintendo, super Nintendo titles are that for me. So like, I know no one ever talks about this. one, but like super Mario brothers too. Like, okay. I wanna I Excellent wanna A A one game. I wanna be peach. I wanna lift my dress and fly. Like <laughs> I don't know how this works but that's what I wanna do while I'm flying in the air. You're like I just like there's just games like that where you're like, Oh this is just like fun and i'm on this plane for x amount of time and like that's what i want to do with mm-hmm.
2: it yeah absolutely so i think we're gonna to have to keep our eyes on you know where they're gonna go with this i don't want to make any snap judgments about how good or bad it is before you know it launches clearly it's you know they're beta testing a bunch of stuff right now by still making it for free i think the real test will be when smash launches to see how the service works with you know a game that's going to require a really robust online multiplayer offering so um i guess you know keep our fingers crossed that they pleasantly surprise us um, next story since we've been talking about Nintendo for quite some time now um, Game Informer has revealed that days gone will be the next issue in June so oh my God. so uh, Jeff Cork over at uh, Game Informer right does the world really need another zombie game yes that's one of the many questions we had before heading to sony ben's studio offices in oregon to check out days gone after spending a couple of days playing the game and gaining a deeper understanding of what the studio is trying to accomplish we came back with an enthusiastic yes you face a massive undead threat but they're just part of the dangerous open world ecology let me guess other humans are dangerous virtually everything in this dark vision of the Pacific Northwest wants to separate you from your life. Fortunately, you have the tools you need to survive, including your fully upgradable motorcycle. (laughs) So they, of course, will be having a bunch of features, including a 14 page, spread of exclusive details and developer insights that will be coming into the june issue as i mentioned they have um, a couple features up on gameinformer.com right now if you can't wait for that to come out there is a video interview uh, called how days gone hopes to win over skeptics there's a bunch of rapid fire questions so if you guys are interested you can definitely check that out Britt we know that you love zombie games or you were always going to love this, but on a scale of one to ten, ten being the most excited you've ever been for anything ever in your life. One I'll being like, off. I would pee on this in the street. What, how excited are you for taste? I,
3: I love the scale. I just want to say one so I can say I'm so angry at something. I want to pee on it in the street. Um, <laughs> i mean i'm i'm excited okay here's the thing i love zombies we all know this this is not a thing that's up for debate the problem is is i have like in my head this perfect idea of what a zombie game is like a game an idea of what a perfect zombie game is i should say what is your
1: perfect zombie game
3: it would be here all goddamn day but it's kind of like it would be be what she said we would be here all day because all day (laughs) it would be like state of decay 2 with with a story a story with a really robust story and not as janky um so i'm very very excited for this uh, you know... Would it have zombie bears? Yeah, absolutely. It'd have zombie everything you could ever think of, Stimer. Okay, great. The, the the thing with Days Gone that I'm kind of... You know, I don't, I'm don't i not a fan of the hordes and, hordes and hordes of zombies that Days Gone has. To me, it's... Freakers? The Freakers. I thought they're called? The yeah, Freakers? Yeah, they're
0: called Freakers.
3: <laughs> I love it. Uh, you know, to me, that's not... That, that doesn't turn my crank. Doesn't float my boat a little... You know, I'm more into the slow shamblers, but... Um, is it World War Z that the... Yes, yeah, yeah they, they do Z. the hordes, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited. I, I'm purposely have tried to stay a little bit away from it so i can be pleasantly surprised when i hop in i don't want to know too much about it but i think i'm gonna to have to dive into this feature when it launches because i yeah i State of decay 2 i thought was going to scratch that itch and while i'm very excited to play it with you ladies and jason and whatnot um it's not going to scratch the itch i want for a story-driven zombie survival game and i think days gone has the potential to do that so i'm looking forward to
1: it i i agree with you on like the the demos that they've showed so far The one where, like, the guy's on the roof and, like, all these hordes are coming at him. And I'm just like, you're dead. Like, there's, like you're dead like there what are you going to do now same in that situation now i know there's going to be some video game magic bullshit
2: oh she's pu- pushing up her nerd glasses oh, there are other
3: kinds of zombies out there if you look at the series by ZA <laughs> wreck the morning Star Saga, um well you have these zombies that they're parasites that like inflict you and so even though you're you're kind of dead you're kind of you're just you're just ill think of it you just have a disease and so you're like the superhuman maniac and like mm, oh my so God. it's like a super flu super flu And you turn into a super rabbit human and then you oh my actually God, can i get the super but flu? then once you like 28 20 days do later you gain but then once you actually die, you from can't the die. flu? No, no, no. From the flu, from any sort of thing that okay. normally would kill you besides a headshot. Got it. You turn into the slow shamblers. Uh, so there
1: are different kinds of zombies interesting. out there. Oh, yeah,
3: girl. Me oh, baby girl, I'll teach you all
1: things. Um My point was, so there was a different demo where like where you used the the horde of freakers on a camp of regular people. Right. And to me, I was like, that seems dumb because now you've just made a whole bunch of new zombies. Right. Yeah, but you have a split second there or uh, like a window. But where no, but like you're tr- so I think you were trying to like get something to the in the camp. Like you're gonna have to go there. Maybe, maybe not. I don't remember. But it was just like it, in the world, now you have just added to the populace of the freakers, which I'm just, just gonna say a lot, because now I find it really fun. But yeah, me too. um and I'm like, why I mean I get that those people maybe weren't good but and fuck them. are they better than the zombies <laughs> at least like can they are they re- hey, like what's
3: the zombies what's don't the have morals the zombies will eat anyone and anything they do not judge people are assholes and they will kill people just for the hell of it because they're idiots have you seen the walking dead i stopped watching that okay, all okay all i'm saying is that zombies are better people than real people wow they don't discriminate they don't judge they don't kill for the sake of it they they're just kill because really that's what they're alive. being driven to do well, some of them are alive, some of them are dead. It, you say tomato, I say fuck you.
1: <laughs> I did look for that shirt. You I, never found, it, it there's not, a bunch of them.
2: I didn't find a good looking one. Yeah.
1: yeah. They're all pretty well, poor designed. One.
2: Let's make one. It's guess? not like copyright or anything. Yeah. Um, okay. What do you think, Andrea? Are you, you're, you,
1: what's, what are you, what's your stance on Days Gone? Andrea's like anti zombie. I, uh, yes.
2: But like, So I, I'm, I'm not, not a, I'm not a zombie game you're fan. Not into it? Yeah. So when this game got announced, I remember talking to Andrew Goldfarb when I was hosting for IGN Access and I was like, I'm sick of zombie zombie games. I can't believe they announced another zombie game. And then they, you know, I saw a behind closed doors demo and the guys from Bend who were very nice and who have clearly put a lot of work into this game. It looks really looks really interesting. I was like make I I asked them a bunch of hard questions in that behind closed doors interview. And I was just like cuz I I kind of like was trying to hold their feet to the fire a little bit. I was like you guys are making another zombie game with a publisher who has a very well-received, critically acclaimed zombie game, you know, like Last of Us. So, and they have a sequel coming out, not in nope. not in the not too distant future. So, I was just like and at the time that game hadn't been announced, The Last of Us two, Part 2. But um So I was just like, you know, why is this game different than everything else that we've seen? And they talked about the Horde system, and they talked about the other camps of survivors, and this and this. And I, at the time, I was not sold. I have not been privileged enough to see anything else from this game to change my mind. Now, Game Informer clearly seems like they are convinced from the time that they've spent with it. So I'm looking forward to checking it out. I'm all about, you know, a narrative and a story and I just like – sometimes the mechanics in zombie games get super repetitive for me or they get frustrating because it feels like the rules apply in some instances and then they don't apply in others. And like the fallacy of that or the suspension of of disbelief just doesn't carry over enough for me. But that being said – you know, like I'm interested in playing playing State of Decay too. And I uh, before we, you and I played that together. I had absolutely no desire to play that game, and now I'm like, okay, I can I can get behind this. But it's not the zombies in that game that make it fun. Right? It's like the base building and the taking care of the survivors and the scavenging mm-hmm. and everything else. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to reserve judgment until I get to see it, which hopefully will be at E3 this year, which is just a couple of weeks away. Ooh. But you, the question I have for you guys is when do you think that this game is going to come out? Never. So we're getting, so we're getting it. Well, we're getting a cover story. Yeah. Think about when Spider-Man got its cover story just like a month ago. I was like,
1: when did it get its cover story? I forgot already. It got its cover story in April
2: <gasps> and then they announced the release date in September. If that game that comes this year, I'd be very surprised, but I would be too. But I mean, but they have what? a cover story. What about a holiday? So, uh, uh Yes. Do you think that they're they would want to put it out with the with Call of Duty, Battlefield, and Red Dead? It's a very different I mean, knowing
1: nothing about Days Gone, it's I would say that's a different thing, type of game. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like um, so it could it could be fine. But I guess I, I'm still like in, in team camp with you, Andrea, and that I don't know and granted again, we haven't seen this game, but from everything we had seen in the past E3s. I couldn't distinguish what was special about it. And to me, a horde of zombies is not special. And I, my, I guess my, one of my questions to you, cause you are the zombie, the zombie expert, Brittany, is the whole idea. I feel like any zombie thing I've seen, the theme is always like, yes, there are zombies, but people are terrible. Learn about the terrible people. And I'm like, I feel like from the description that Game Informer just did, that's kind of the same thing. And I'm like, is, is this not? every other
3: zombie story no um and that's one of the things i dislike most about i don't want to call it modern zombie media because that sounds really stupid but i prefer
1: <laughs> that sounds i like really it, dumb. actually push but your glasses up when you say that it's like i i i, <laughs> I
3: modern zombie media yes um, <laughs> i i appreciate zombie stories that rely on the undead as being the major threat and i understand you're going to have people who are going to take the situation to their advantage or whatever and they're going to loot and they're going to try to kill they're going to establish camps like that makes total sense but for me i like zombies because i like the idea of the post-apocalyptic i like this threat that the zombies provide because i feel like they're slow shamblers yet they're so deadly that you almost have to outsmart them where are you going to hold up what are you going to scavenge what are you going to do to ensure that you live to see another day and i think zombies for a hot minute even maybe until today I have been used as a marketing ploy more than anything like our game has zombies but the main threat are going to be the people you find within like that's why i fell off with the walking dead is because they the walking dead turned into such a this person's an, an idiot or evil asshole this person's an idiot this person accidentally killed someone because they did something stupid and it all became about the politics of the communities and the settlements and that's why i get real turned off But I feel like it's an easy crutch to rely on when you're trying to tell a story and build a a narrative because, like, the zombies can only do so much. I feel like I've read lots of zombie novels that have been very good at just sticking to the zombies as being the main threat. But maybe when it translates to film or TV or something or video games, it's a hard thing to do. I feel like The Last of Us did a pretty good job even though zombies, like, weren't,
1: like – But even in that game, like, the – I mean, I guess spoilers. <laughs> it's <laughs> a really old game, but um, you know, like the threat turned out to mostly be the people. Yes, like mm-hmm. you were you were fighting against zombies to try and get through to this area, or uh, you know, to get to the fireflies. But but I once like- you got there, it was like, oh no, yeah. But I feel like all the encounters,
3: no, no, you're right. <laughs> but the encounters you had oh, no. w- with the clickers and whatnot felt meaningful, and it wasn't like a random yes. horde like you would find in Left 4 Dead, for and example. And I felt like
2: the clickers had. Have- had some personality right mm-hmm. and it wasn't because it wasn't just one type of clicker there was a couple of different kinds and you know they all behaved so differently and you had to respond to them we obviously don't know if there's like multiple kinds of freakers I or assume it's just there are and yeah. yeah there has to be right so like and like obviously there's like we kind of talked about the zombie bear and you know obviously there will be more than just the bear there'll be Everything it says here in the Pacific Northwest. Can, can you try imagine, to kill like you. it's
1: like Far Cry, but a zombie like badger is attacking you?
2: Yes, I can. Zombie
3: cheeseburger, horrifying. Yes. Have you ladies played Dying Light? A no. little bit,
2: not enough. And that one didn't appeal to you either. The thing about Dying Light that I didn't I didn't like is because it, it just felt overwhelming. Like there was just too much to do, mm. um, and the the day and night system was a little too intense for me. <laughs> I got a little. <laughs> a little scary a little too scary for me i'm not gonna lie i was like what like my heart just kept like racing and i was like it's just too stressful i can't play (laughs) this game anymore that's why all tiles. yeah that's why i stopped okay but that's like my idea of the
3: zombie game that i prefer you know there you are immersed in this post-apocalyptic world There are all these zombies and the zombies don't feel like they're just there to be like calm to to induce combat it's more they're there because they would be there naturally in a zombie apocalypse because zombie apocalypse is a real Natural occurrence in life. Yes, um, it's yeah. not fictional at all. So. Yeah, it's great and it's co-op. If you ever get the itch to play it again, Andrew, which I know probably never happened, but I'm putting it out there. I would love to play with
2: you. Okay, I will let you know. It's never happening. Speaking of co-op, good segue. Guess who's coming to Fortnite? Just Who? kidding. Uh, he's already there, Thanos. Oh my so, beginning. Um, Last, what was it tuesday i believe mm-hmm. yeah. uh the infinity Gauntlet limited time mashup mode for battle royale is uh what's happening so if you guys missed it <laughs> i don't know how you, could've. you could you can. have you couldn't you've not been on the internet um so this kind of started out as a couple tweets from people, and then they full on announced the mashup, and then the gameplay started rolling out. So, um, clearly, Battle Royale in Fortnite is the hotness. Everybody is playing it right now. And the Avengers, also the hotness, smashing records all over box offices around the world. Smashing boxes. Smashing the, bo- no. <laughs> um, oh, no. So, In Battle Royale, you can, of course, play as Thanos, if you guys have missed it. Uh, The co-directors of Avengers Infinity War, Joan Anthony Russo, just like the rapper Drake, and the millions of other players worldwide are massive Fortnite fans, um, writes Nick Romero over at Entertainment Weekly. (laughs) So weird. Joe told uh, EW over the past few months while we were editing Infinity War, we'd take breaks to hop on it and get in a few games. And then we'd start thinking, how cool would it be to have some kind of Avengers Fortnite mashup? So we stalked Donald. That would be Donald Mustard, the uh, global creative director for, I think this is current title uh, for Epic Games. Worldwide me, creative director? Worldwide creative director. Is that what it says? That's a mm-hmm. fancy ass title. Um, so Donald is great. Um, And so let me read the rest of my notes here um oh yeah so out of the blue i get this call from joe says donald after a bit of geeking out over each other's work we started brainstorming these crazy ideas it was really important that whatever we did it had to be super authentic to both fortnite and avengers infinity war and something that fans of both would be excited about About an hour later we had the bones of this awesome idea for a limited time gameplay mode and almost immediately our team got started
1: what a
3: time to be alive i love how fast
1: (laughs) epic games moves on things for fortnite in particular battle royale thing i feel like they're like we have an idea let's do it and then they literally just do the thing like i can't imagine another company being able to pull that together so quickly
2: well when you have a team of platform engineers at your disposal i mean i get why (laughs) that they are in the very unique position of being able to do
1: this but it's uh it's still interesting to me freaking awesome do you want me oh, to just drink your wine, ladies and for
3: gentlemen? You? In a rare turn of occasions, Andrea is not a fan of her wine. So
2: it's not a rare occasion. She's oh, I'm picky as She's fuck pickier about wine. than I am. I'll drink whatever. I'll right, drink
1: but it but from here's a the thing that
2: Brittany, Brittany, a good point. I bought this bottle of wine intentionally. I was at a winery in Napa a couple of weeks ago, and I bought this bottle, but I don't remember it tasting like this.
0: Still
2: bad. It's, uh, no, it's, you know, yeah, it's, it's nice. it tastes. The thing is, it's it tastes clean. more like a Chardonnay. than it? I'm... It's a, it's a blend. It's a white
3: blend. Oh, oh, oh man, I feel like I just ate an iron bar or something. Oh, it's not an that bad. Iron bar?
2: Maybe it's the whiskey. It's if you want to see Brittany it's give true. amazing taste, t- uh, faces while wine tasting, patreon.com slash what's good games. It is our exclusive video for the month of April. I don't know <laughs> how you do it. <laughs> I it's like that one delicious. though. Florist floor you flavors. Like forest floor flavors. Um, so <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, a lot of people seem to be really liking this mode. There's been a cry from the community to add it as a, as a, a permanent thing clearly the licensing deal with thanos and avengers and disney's got to be limited i would guess right not but that we Epic can't it afford is? it at this time but like have no they we don't how long or they're just like it's they a did thing. Not, how many yeah. time? okay so uh you can play as a thanos so you the find the gauntlet right so you have to take him down and then the when you kill him the gauntlet drops and then you pick up the gauntlet and then you become you Thanos you become Thanos and they had to nerf him pretty quickly after the first like 48 hours uh because they were like listen he's supposed to be OP but maybe not that OP <laughs> yeah, maybe
1: not unkillable
2: yeah so they uh they nerfed his uh shield but then brought up his health because the way it works is um for people who haven't played in this mode if you kill other players as thanos your shield regens but your health never respawns so like as your or, or regenerates so as your health goes down you know you just have to obviously keep killing players to keep your shields up until mm. you don't but he's got this cool ground pound jump ability he's got the purple laser <laughs> from the from uh, the power stone and um sure. yeah it's uh the awesome. thing it's happening it's cool i so think if it's you missed fantastic. It and you want to jump in Get in there. This is a good time to be alive
3: ladies and gentlemen. The last craze that was this insane was Pokemon Go. And these usually don't happen back to back
2: as this frequently. Pretty it's awesome. it's bigger actually. Yeah. Bigger than Pokemon awesome. Go. Um all right, next story. EA has confirmed that Anthem is coming in March 2019. They've confirmed this thing a lot though. Well, like they're like, it's
1: coming! <laughs> so
2: CFO Blake Jorgensen from Electronic Arts says the game will be shipped in the last quarter of the year and in the last month of that quarter meaning we'll probably have limited restocking of the title even if it's extremely successful since it is a new ip we're being conservative in how we're thinking about it we're very excited about the game it's extremely unique and i think players are going to really enjoy playing it but we're careful not to put too large of a forecast in there and clearly will impact this year as well as next year as we not only continue to sell more into the next year but start rolling out the live services associated with that game
1: anthem anthem my sweetheart come to me
3: it also sounds like they're going to be i'm trying to pull up the quote right now um based off what they said an extensive beta testing shenanigans going on oh i'm sure yeah Yeah. obviously
1: which is i don't want to do any of that i do i i will i will jump in for like a second and then i need to leave because like otherwise i can't I can't do the same shit over and over again. I can.
2: I was in the Destiny Alpha and in the Destiny Beta. No. And then I just played Destiny, which was all the same thing. So So that was really annoying. This comes from CEO, Andrew Wilson. He said, Anthem is a fundamentally
3: social experience, and we will open new ways for fans to join the community and play early, enabling us to shape and refine the game with their input and feedback. We're deeply excited to launch this game's brand new franchise and equally excited to work with our players to make Anthem a game they can't wait to play and share with their friends for years to come.
1: Yes, do that. Okay. yeah, probably a good idea. I mean, I'm down to have a game that I can play with you guys for a long time. Like, that sounds great. Dirty Valley multiplayer. Well, yeah, but that's, I mean, eventually you're like, we've married each other. What else can we do? Oh, my gosh.
3: (laughs) I mean, this isn't, like, surprising news, right? I think that's why we're kind of like, well, yeah, I mean, this game was definitely
1: not coming out this year. If they can figure out their end game systems. Which destiny failed to do twice, they will be okay. Can they do it? I have no idea. Bioware, it's Bioware, but they've never had to build an end game. Yeah, yeah that, I, that, not, which is the same as Bungie. Bungie also never had to build an end game. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm I'm remaining optimistic. You know, this is I we don't we don't know enough I'm about trying this game. To also, think I of can't. like if any other EA studios have really had to do that, and I can't think of any.
3: I think I
1: don't know. Fair I don't know. know we exists. we just don't
3: know it. The problem is, like this game was announced, we don't know enough about it, so we're in, we're in our minds. Your we're friends com- with
1: jetpacks flying around, exploring the world, getting XP, and shooting shit. Yeah, and so we have it in our mind, and the only thing we can ever compare it to is freaking <laughs> Destiny. I'm just staring at Andrew until she cracks. <sighs>
2: I know it's going to happen. Uh, what do you think? Oh God, mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, I am a fangirl. Of anything Bioware does. So. Absolutely, yeah, of course. Okay, so, like anything? Yeah. Pretty much.
1: If they would... Wait, no. I was trying to reuse the thing you said earlier and then I fucked it up in my head so that's not going to work. A okay.
3: girl in the sense that you, if, if they make a mistake a lot of Mass Effect Andromeda, you're like, you know what? The potential was there. You just weren't... You didn't fill up your full potential.
2: I Listen, I still really like... I, 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 I like Mass Effect and hey, Andromeda. I really liked um, Andromeda as well. Did it have some issues? Yeah. But did I play all like 65 plus hours of that game? yeah but okay
3: here's the question though because i also really enjoyed andromeda and when i was playing it before it released because i had a review code people were texting me like how do you know people also had the game and they're like what do you think about it I, said, I really enjoy it i think it's fantastic i think it's great but then it came out and it felt i feel like most people did not like it obviously but because we still do enjoy it so much is that because we're bioware fangirls or is that because we're we're more willing to accept the faults or is it that it really was
1: a good game but just not to bioware standards
3: you know what I mean? It
1: was like, yeah, I would say it's like, it wasn't, and I don't think any of us would be like, that was the best game Bioware has ever produced. Well, no. Um, but I'm trying to define Bioware fan No, Mass Effect 2 was the best game, obviously. I still stand by Mass Effect 1, but mostly for the story.
2: I can't forgive the Mako. Can't do oh it. Oh, my God. No. So, I hated <laughs> the Mako, but then
1: after oh. watching videos, like, where there's gifts and stuff of the Mako, where it's just like, I'm the Mako, fuck you, and it just, like, bounced it was like, I've... Walls, yep. fuck walls! Like just doing all these things, I'm like, actually, that was kind of like fun. Like Skyrim worse it wasn't that bad yeah. as I thought it was. Because then I went back and played it, and I was like, yeah, this is janky. But if you just jump around, like if you just boost constantly, yeah. it's actually pretty fun. Anyway, I'm excited for Anthem. I'm excited I'm to find very out more. I'm excited for Anthem, but I'm, I'm Team mostly, Bioware.
3: Always in forever. I just want to like learn more about it. Yeah. So we can stop. And I want them so to give me a beautiful cape. And comparing it to Destiny 2 right now, which doesn't have the best reputation. going for it.
1: I mean, let's not. Although, if they can do any better than them, they'll be okay. But the part that will be difficult and that Bioware has always, I think, struggled with is getting the shooting mechanics down. Like, obviously, that's something Bungie's, like, got, got in spades. Yeah. They know how to make a shooter, but... Maybe um, Bungie
3: and Bioware need... Oh, we've talked about this. Yeah, Let we, we make talked a about Bungie a baby. and Bioware yeah. need to make a
1: baby. Bungie B- wear. Oh, yeah. That wasn't called Bungieware. Bungie wear works, too. I like it. Although, it sounds like underwear. Yeah, it does. I would buy that brand of underwear. What if they were, they should make thongs Bungie
2: or thongs. you heard thongs. Maybe it we here should first. move on to the next story. Okay. How do you guys think about that? That sounds great. All right. So oh, bungee thongs. Uh, Walmart Canada has listed a boatload of games. Walmart just was like, LOL E3. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. That's what they were like. So if you guys missed it earlier this week, um, over on Recent Era and, of course, our uh, favorite sleuthster, Wario64, uh, on Twitter also listed uh, this Walmart Canada listing, which was a screenshot and a bunch of black box art with white text on various PS4 or Xbox One uh, green or blue labels with a bunch of games, some of which are confirmed, some of which are not. And so the debate has now begun. Is this completely bogus? Is it partially real? Is it all real? We don't know. So some of the games listed uh on their website, which of course has since been taken down. <laughs> oh, <oops>. um, <laughs> Just Cause 4, Splinter Cell, Dragon Quest 2, LEGO DC Villains, Borderlands 3, Rage 2, Gears of War 5, Forza Horizons 5, LOL, Assassin's Creed. Yeah. yeah. So the thing about this list that has me excited is, one, there's a couple things on there that we know are real, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we know Borderlands 3 is a real game. Gearbox has said that they're working on it. Yeah. Uh, we know that um, – what is it? uh well, I guess we don't know. Well, hm. Mm, like Forza is a confirmed thing too.
1: But Forza, but, the but it was part but it's Forza of
2: Horizons 4, not, not 5. Yeah, because the last
1: right. one was 3. So it'd be weird if they did 5.
2: Yeah. sure. Well, but, the Division and, 2 is on this list. That's, that's confirmed. Um, the Last of Us 2 is on this list. That's confirmed. Uh, what else is confirmed here? We've got, so we've got some usual suspects. We've got, uh, Metro Prime 4. That's confirmed. Uh, NBA 2K19. Super Smash Brothers uh Final Fantasy VII remake <laughs> um it was what is this Destiny Comet? So that's oh. the interesting one. So that was the original code name um for it was in the Destiny contract that was leaked between Bungie and Activision. Um so I mean there's some of this stuff is like plausible and clearly some of it is not. The thing that I that really got people in a in a stir was on Twitter <laughs> the official rage like verified rage account from bethesda um from publisher bethesda i should say um responded to this saying Mm -hmm. (laughs) saying um they created this image saying hey walmart canada here are a few notes they have got a giant anarchy a symbol, they have incorrect key art, they've circled the, the name and said wrong font, not all caps, and then it's missing the age rating. And then Bethesda's official account responded, dude. And then Pete P- Hines, Hines um, their VP of marketing over there also respond also responded. So to a lot of people, that's like, is bethesda just getting in on the joke or is this some, i think it's like, some soft getting confirming. in on the joke but also
1: soft confirming and then like yeah. what i really appreciate about this image number one they use pink which bless pink them. paint Yes, and then also they use comic sans and papyrus fonts which is amazing <laughs> <laughs> the
2: trolliest response yeah, ever it's,
1: it's incredible like i love this so much on so many levels I love how they activated
3: their Twitter account just for this,
1: too. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. There's no denial here, ladies and gentlemen. Like, that, this is how you social media. This is absolutely how you social media. 10, 10 out of 10. 10. Great job. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Really good. Uh, some people responded to Wario64 saying, I oh, wonder why they have Final Fantasy seven Remake listed for Xbox One. Isn't it supposed to be a PS4 exclusive? Good question. Yeah. I,
1: I wonder if, like, yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things...
3: Yeah, I was thinking about that today on my flight here.
1: I don't. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, so I this, sky, this is what I, thought I think about. <laughs> <laughs> I know, granted, I haven't done like my full-fledged research on this, but I, you know, with Final Fantasy fifteen, obviously coming to multi-platform and other games as well, it wouldn't be surprising to see Final Fantasy seven come to, uh, you know, another console besides
1: PlayStation. But I don't know. I don't know how these deals work. It that- depends on whether or not they partially fund it, or if it's just a marketing deal.
3: Okay. See, there you go. Emmer knows all, not really. No, I'll take it. Uh, yeah, I mean Dragon Quest Two. That seems kind of odd, by the Dragon way. Dragon Quest Builders Two. Is it supposed to be Builders Two? Because this article just says Dragon Quest Two. I'm like, why? Then, would, I guess. Like, why would you bring Dragon Quest? I'm not gonna complain. I like the retro games. I know that it does not turn your crank, but it turns mine. So I I be, I'd be happy with that.
2: Assassin's Creed, though. I think I that's just clearly like a, a placeholder for whatever the Assassin's Creed is Assassin, going to be, but, but I, I don't they, think they're going to do a standalone game this year. I, I was, was just, I was just gonna, th- like I thought they went away from yearly Assassin's Creed. They haven't announced anything about that yet. I would is assume we will up? learn at we... E3 what their plans are for the franchise. Well, I hope that they take The thing is these games all make sense, right? That's how It makes sense, but not
3: necessarily like, right now splinter cell it's been all up in the like Ghost Recon Wildlands.
1: name doesn't make sense
3: i mean sure typo maybe yeah. could have been a typo maybe.
1: gears of war 5 yeah we're over overdue That's that seems right yeah we're yeah. due for that also xbox needs some games
2: yeah oh, oh, oh yeah me, but please yeah
3: no i mean i believe it i believe the. the i believe i believe the I'm... assassin's creed thing's the only thing like are they done with assassin's creed dlc have they announced or for origins or like is there something oh, else yeah, maybe
1: coming? Do, like an expansion
2: Wow. I would have to look through their season pass details, but mm-hmm. I don't know if they're doing more. Yeah, it's a good question. Dun, dun, dun. Does myself bleed. Are you okay? Yeah, I just ripped a hangnail. What Happened. Well, it just it happens. Pull, just pull your skin off on set. It's fine. Just bleed I, everywhere. I don't I, care. We have insurance. Everything oh, is well, fine. No, I don't. This is fine. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I don't really have too much more news to talk about. God Isn't of War had, the, had their photo mode come out this week. Oh, it did? Yes. Nice. Um, I can't wait to make Kratos smile in a really creepy way. It's going to be great. Um, but it, what else? Uh, Warmind released this week, which we're going to talk about in the next segment. Um, Steam announced Steam Link is coming to mobile platforms at the end of May. You can play your Steam games on the go on your phone don't know how that's gonna work out yeah what but uh <laughs> okay <laughs> but uh i guess we'll have to see there is a uh, uh, bluetooth i believe uh controller support which is interesting to think about um yeah that's probably all about that's it. a lot uh, yeah we talked i mean that we just a lot we do we just talk a lot yeah it's true um okay everybody uh, we're gonna go ahead and take a short break right now. When we come back, we are going to talk about Warm Wind yeah. from Destiny 2. Uh, Britt has been playing some Monster Prom and uh is gonna drink some more wine. It's gonna be great. Yeah, I am stick <laughs> with us, everybody. We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back everybody it's segment two of the what's good games podcast and segment two this week brought to you by patreon.com slash what's good games taking a cue from our friends over at kind of funny who use their ad spots to sometimes talk about what they do i figure we better talk about what we do did you know ladies for just a buck you can get access to the happy hour q a really uh, wow. just a buck i heard we're extending that as well Ooh, we, we are, are. what what? you say undelar? Yeah. That's right, Samer. It's going to be wonderful. If you missed our live stream where we talk about all of the Patreon changes, that is one of them. We're not going to go over all of them here because by the time this show goes live, we will not have yet talked about them Technically. So if you guys want to catch up on all of the changes coming to patreon.com slash what's good games, please check out the archive of our anniversary stream at youtube.com slash what's good games or on twitch.tv slash what's good games. But we also have some fun secret segment tiers. We've got um a, f- a f- in real life postcard tier. You can also get in on the new changing of the tier, which I can't talk about yet. Um, there's some cool stuff. Go check it out. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Also, if you're listening to this between, what time are we starting? 10 10 a.m. Pacific time. 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific time, you might be
2: able to catch us live at youtube.com slash what's good games or twitch.tv slash
3: what's good games.
2: We might be in the middle of some announcements and we'll be giving away some video games. I've got a bunch of codes, you you guys. I got them queued up,
3: ready to go. There will be cake. There will be, Food. Samuel said there'd be pizza. That's I enemy. Mean, me
1: but-
2: <laughs> we were talking about garbage food and now I just want to eat garbage food. Yes. Too. We were talking so about we getting getting old and fat and eating whatever we want. Ugh. Yeah. Mm, Someday. Pizza. Um but we what we love most about our, our Patreon is not the awesome content or the streams. It's you guys. It's the patrons who really support us and we have such a great community there who not only talks to us and gives us great feedback about the show, but talks to each other. Uh, There's a lot of camaraderie between people who make comments and posts on the Patreon page. It's a great place to connect with other fans of what's good games. And it helps bring the show to you guys. 100% free. If whether you listen to the show or whether you watch the show, it is brought to you by the fantastic people who support what we do and allow us to keep the lights on, to keep the cameras rolling and to make the the wine flow like water. Or or the wine that too <laughs> um, <laughs> so thank you to everyone who does support us again at patreon dot com slash what's good games so Britt, before we get into warm wind i want to talk about <laughs> nino cooney 2 you yeah. have been playing this so this game has been out for what a month now a few months Thinking came out in Ma- no when did it come out
3: i don't know i feel like it came march out or february so when i or was february, gone february. Well, no. i hadn't been home in like weeks i feel like when this game let's, came out let's look let's look at it, it, it was march it I'm- came out on march 23rd okay so i it was right was hey, okay. uh yeah so um i never finished the first nino cooney but it's one of my f- grandma's all-time favorite games she loves level five she loves dark cloud one and two I've mentioned this before, whenever I see her, she always asks, have you heard about anything Dark Cloud 3 related? And I'm like, sorry Grandma, I don't know if that game is ever coming. So I said, hey, Level 5 has this game called Nino Kuni. I bet you would like that. Some people made it. She fell in love with it. And so her excitement over the first one, I'm like, you know what? I couldn't really get into the first one, probably because I didn't try hard enough. I'm, I'm going to try the second one. And, honestly, and it is like one of the most wholesome feel-good, I think on Twitter I called it Chicken Soup for the Soul mm. RPGs I've played in a hot minute. It's super the, the colors are super vibrant and, and but it's it's like fairy tale-esque in the sense that everyone's just happy and everyone has that positive attitude some shit does go down you i was know. about you, to
1: say there's got to be a you're, problem you're,
3: there is you know your dad may or not have been poisoned or not your dad the, the king may have been poisoned it's all is revealed within the first few you minutes papa. yeah but so where i'm at i think i'm about 15 hours in um is i have my core crew of people and i just got into the kingdom building which mm-hmm. is are you starting? that me. Okay, so yeah, like the build, the base building stuff. It's or not. base building. It, I haven't gotten too far into it, but I think it can get really intricate and really in depth. So something about Dark Cloud that I really loved was the town building. You got to build towns in that game, and multiple. Yeah, or, yeah, or no? It's been long. I, you can play do at least one in the first Dark Cloud, and I think in the second one, someone's gonna have to correct me. But I know there was because I have very like distinct memories of building the towns and placing them where they need to be. Um. But it's just one of those games that fills you with, like, warm and fuzzies and hopefulness, and it's just a positive, uplifting, feel-good title. And it's been really cathartic to play, and I would definitely recommend it to those of you. And the combat isn't turn-based. It's all action. Oh. So, and you have three party members at a time in your group, so you can circle through them. You, in each party member has their own skills, and it's all, like, real-time stuff, so... If you want to be the mage, you can play as the mage. But all
1: characters level up, even if they're not in your current party. Thank God! Yeah, that's the best. I like get so irritated with modern games where it's where you have to have that person in your party for them to level. And I'm like, then I'm never going to use them. Why did you even bother making more people than there were slots? Yeah, and it's something. It's, no, it's true. Something about this game as
3: well that um, people had talked about was that Level 5 did say it's a little more streamlined. Remember, we were talking about this. Sure, yeah. And that okay it's that not that. full of tons of fluff. And you were super <laughs> excited about it. You're like, thank yeah. God. So it's supposedly only like a 40-hour game. I can see myself Even doing. with the base building? That's, I think, 40... The, when the reviews first came out, people are saying like a 40 to 50-hour game. But I people have tweeted at me and said they put closer to 100 hours into it. Yeah. I think it's just one of those things where it doesn't feel like there's lots of fluff. There is an open world in the sense that like, you go... It's linear in the sense, okay... Linear, like you go here, you go here, you go here, there's some side quests, but then the open world itself, you know, it's like an overall map is what I should how I should sure. call it. And you walk around and you can visit different areas, but it's not overwhelming
1: at all. And That's I think key. you have a copy
3: of this at your house. I do, yeah. yeah, yeah. Play it.
1: Okay. Let me yeah, feel I like, good. I like what you're saying. And I like I like the idea of, of a feel good
3: thing right now. It's really feel good. It's been a long time since I've played a game that just makes me feel like, ah, oh, I'm gonna snuggle up with my dog and my blanket and turn on the fireplace and just have a little, a little fifth or two of whiskey next to me and just enjoy it. You know what? I have wine at my house now.
1: Good for you. Wait, Steimer. really? I know, right? Like two people gave me bottles of wine and I'm like, I have wine. And now I have a giant bottle of vodka and tequila. I've got all the booze in my house now. Party what? at timers everybody. Yeah. I drink and enjoy video games. But I definitely would recommend
3: it. And if you're like, Oh, Nino Kuni, oh, JRPG is not my thing. Oh, again, the combat turns you off turn-based combat, no turn-based combat in this. It's just, an uplifting game i just like the art
1: and it's yeah how involved is the base building
3: um it seems like a lot at first like i said i just sort of dived into it so it's not like every area of land is predetermined in the sense that you're going to build the weapons workshop here you're going to build the armor workshop here but to do that you have to spend money and the money consistently accrues while you're playing the game and it can it it accrues at a reasonable pace so it's not like you have to just like sit there okay yeah that makes sense and then what you do is you spend research you research and you upgrade the buildings and in order to do research you have to have enough personnel in the buildings you have to hit hit a certain requirement in order to research and then you have to spend money to do so.
1: Anyway. But you're not like city planning this thing. Like it's already laid out. You're basically no, just getting the points required to
3: yeah, yeah. level it up.
1: It's, it's it's good. It's it's a good okay. thing. It's not okay. like this is
3: a, oh, this is so annoying. It's like Well, oh, it wasn't like, I wasn't
1: like I had read lightly about the base building stuff, but I wasn't still, I still wasn't quite sure like what the time commitment was there. Yeah, I know. I'm at the point where the bases are helping me because my equipment, I may
3: have grinded for a little bit. is like way overpowered. And so the Got buildings it. can't do anything good for me right now, but they'll get there. But yeah, definitely. Whatever i Recommend playing it. Cool. Yeah. goodness! There's a ghost in the studio.
2: Oh, no, they it's don't. just some wind outside. Like there's also there's also a couple squirrels that live in my backyard. Noisy uh, squirrels at the door. Where they? Where, <laughs> no, but they'll, knock they'll knock. run across the, the 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 ceiling, the roof. Every every once in a while, you're like, here. I'll be out here editing a video or something. And I'll be like, Have what? you named the squirrels? Oh, I haven't, but I should. Yeah. Because well, one of them's a black squirrel, so he I what? always he's very recognizable. If he's got a little bushy tail. He's really cute. Oh, actually pretty cute. Yeah. Uh, the other one is just like your average, uh, the, brown, the, average, twirl. the average brown squirrel. So um, I can't tell if it's the same one every we year. We call that one Joe because he's an average Joe. Sure. Yeah. All right.
3: I you don't named, know. Somebody
1: else named the black one.
3: I was okay because I just got done playing Bayonetta too. So you can name her Bayonetta, the squirrel Bayonetta, like the Umbra Witch.
2: Oh, and really? It, and if it was like a
3: light squirrel, you can name her John. Oh, that's cute. That yeah. is cute. Yeah, but, you know, the other one's you brown. You we should name the squirrel Bayonetta? Yeah. I like this. Okay. And name the brown one Jean, Joe and Bayonetta. Oh, Joe. That works too. Done. Official mascot. Also- <laughs> do we still have our spider friend in the corner? Oh, um, what happened to Kratos? No. <laughs> so we used to have a, a was it a, a, daddy, a daddy, long legs, daddy long legs? And we named him Kratos in the studio and he was directly behind us but he's no
1: longer there. So it's okay. That's what spiders do. They appear and disappear. It's true. There we go. Oh my God. Sorry, I've seen other spiders. No, there? this reminds me. of This has happened twice in my current apartment. So, like, get up in the early morning, gotta pee, and then like you look, oh, I look over, and there's a motherfucking spider that has dropped down from the skylight, and it's just like eye level with me, but it's really tiny, and also. Invisible, like slightly like see through, like it's a see through spider. And I'm just like, I literally just yelled no at it, and I was like, No, get out of here, what are you doing? And then it started like crawling, <laughs> like
2: while you're peeing, yeah, <laughs> isn't that like the fear? I always am like definitely afraid there'll be like a spider like under the lip of the toilet. What's happening to while, while you're sitting on it, yeah, no. Yeah. Ah, I flushed it's like that every that sucker. woman's worst nightmare it oh. happened to me and it was okay so
1: it really is not that big of a deal how is
2: that okay i, I, don't, I don't know you just know.
1: hit the flush and then it goes down oh it did not like crawl it didn't like crawl on me
3: <laughs> <laughs> that would be horrible. i'm always worried that they're gonna be in a toilet paper roll like chilling in there because i've uh-huh. seen i've seen a video of like the australian spiders like hanging out okay australian... are a
2: whole different thing yeah they're creepy af like they're the worst yeah like the one hundred percent worst, the giant one, like the so husband. Like yeah, Ugh. no, thank you, sir. Diana told but me. But you two know stories. what doesn't have
3: spiders? You know, Kuni too, that I've noticed so far.
2: Oh yay! It's a good wholesome game. It's a great, that's great, a great wholesome game. Um, so <laughs> speaking of bugs, there's a giant bug in Destiny Two War War War. war want to say Warmwind? <laughs> it's your fault. Warmind. Expansion <laughs> what's Two. What's the bug? Um, it's a godworm. So, um, if you're familiar with Destiny, they, you know about the Hive. Mm-hmm. It's one of the enemy factions in Destiny and in Destiny 2. They're essentially like a, a bug like humanoid race. Uh, so they have feet and, arms and stuff but they have like husks and weird eyeballs um, yeah exactly and they have like carapaces and like weird appendages and shit coming off of them you know so many bug terms um (laughs) (laughs) so it's um so they're one of my uh they're not my least favorite i hate the cabal more uh but they're one of my my second to least favorite but you only hate the cabal because they came back for this. No, I hate them because they have too many shields and like oh, yeah. enemies with shields are annoying. And I'm not talking about like the shield that you like the on their person. I'm talking about like literal physical, physical shields. shields where
1: you're like motherfucker. I gotta. We shoot have to like, like shoot around and, the shield. Yeah, like, and, like, like, I gotta and they follow you. you. Yeah, yeah. But,
2: but then they like rotate. And you're like, yeah. yeah. So they're dumb, but they do have a very satisfying uh, animation for the head pop. Oh my god, the, the head pop the head is shots. real good. Um. So, as suspected. The hive in the game are very identical to the hive in uh, other parts of Destiny. But they're, but
1: excuse me, Andrea, <laughs> I believe they are frozen this time. <laughs> they are.
2: They are frozen. They have ice on them, and that's literally the only thing <laughs> that's different. What do you mean? I mean, like, like literally physically, like, they, they literally, only that's just <laughs> they just have ice on, like them. It, like a blue sheen, like they're a shimmer. Cold. Yeah, they're just cold they're, Hive. Just, yeah. Um. I had. I supposedly in Escalation Protocol there are different types of hive that are new for that mode. I haven't gotten to play enough of that yet. So, uh, I finished the campaign in about two hours, a little less than two hours. Oh, whoa, really? Someone, yeah. um,
1: I thought I read somewhere, like someone was like, this was a nice, meaty
2: campaign. They yeah. lied to you. Someone <laughs> in the Facebook, <laughs> Facebook fan page, I think they said they got like eight or nine hours out How of it. How did they do that? Maybe of the whole, the whole thing when you incorporate huh. some of the public events and you incorporate, cause here's the thing, like after you finish like the story missions, then you have to like go on like a, a, a fetch quest for these like data points uh, center, uh, all right, blah, huh? and blah, blah, blah. Um, so I haven't gone through all of that yet, but, um, the story was just, a, surprise, surprise, felt a little lacking, but here's, well, I didn't want to make this a, a, a negative about everything I didn't like about it. Cause I, I'm excited to jump back in and there's a couple of reasons why. First, I really love what they've done with the reworks on the exotic weapons. And this is one of the highlights of the new expansion. Um, taking guns that you've maybe stuck in your vault and you haven't used for a while, putting them back into your active inventory and getting to play with them again, see the new animations and see how they've changed the way that they feel a little bit weightier, that they have a more power. Um, you as a guardian feel a little bit more powerful now, which is great. So really been enjoying that that whole, whole exploration. Uh love that they've finally implemented the emote wheel. That's great. Uh love that you can dismantle weapons directly from the vault now, which is amazing, but like a, such a small such a small thing. Mm-hmm. Um I like that they've added in this like prismatic artifact Type thing. I, can't, I think I'm getting the the verbiage of that wrong. at At, at the Eververse store, which is the uh, microtransactions that you can pay to buy silver and then buy stuff uh, in the store. So what they've done now is they have this thing and they refresh it every six days. So when you activate it, you can't roll what you already have rolled before,
0: mm, which okay. is a nice change mm-hmm.
2: and a needed change because if you're paying for loot boxes. For crying out loud, don't make time. duplicates. Yeah. It's already bad enough to pray to RNGs to get something you don't necessarily want. But then to get a duplicate of the thing you don't want is fucking infuriating. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're just like, table yeah. flip. And what's nice about it is that you can see what's available on the roll, and if you don't really like it, you can be like, eh, not for me. this That's way. Great. You see the odds? Uh, no, you, you oh, just you see, see what we- the items are for that oh, okay. week, so, and then the supposedly oh, okay, I get it. the inventory will change every week. Got it. Um, so we have to obviously wait until next week to see this, like how diverse the inventory is going to get. But sure. Um, so so that's great. Um, haven't gotten to try out the Crucible stuff yet with the new ranking system with Valor and Glory. Looking forward to trying to trying that out and getting back in. Um, I did quickly get to level thirty, which is the new level cap. Fucker, they changed a level. Yeah, but it's, you do, like I said, you do like two hours of, of gameplay, you're there. Um, the thing that's frustrating. What about the light level? Light level, I don't know what the new cap is, but right now, I'm getting gear that's dropped. Just with two hours of playing, I, I'm getting gear that's dropping at like 330, 335. Mm. Pretty sure I'm still in the two seats. Uh, you'll be able to quickly get up there though. Um, Will I? Yes. and Jesus doesn't like me. Yeah, but he, the thing is, Getting up there is not as hard as it used to be because infusion is much easier and it's not as expensive now. Um, the exotic drops are nicer. I had one piece, um, uh, the exotic gear piece that I got at the end of the, or the, not the end, but like the last main story mission, uh, dropped at 345. Which was nice, and all of my other stuff was dropping in the low three thirties, but like that's the thing is like the exotic gear has the chance to drop up to fifteen above your current level, which mm-hmm. is good um haven't seen the new raid layer that drops today, may eleventh the day the show comes out, but looking forward to trying it with the uh what's good guardians mm-hmm. our clan uh sorry, I've been very absent from that clan, but I hopefully like most uh, people have so but hopefully Salisbury is holding it down as our as our clan admin um. <laughs> But um, so I'm looking forward to to checking it out. I, if so far, some of the concerns that I've ranted about on the show are still valid. Okay. Still feels like a lot of the same. Uh, the story stuff I feel like they did hardly any explanation about what's going on. So there's this guy Zol, who's like this worm god for the hive, and he is a little bit different in a boss fight from the sense that it's not just like a single guy, and then he's like a bullet sponge. He's like a very big. Um, kind of, um, larger than life boss. A, boss. a boss fight that's had more scale than anything that we've seen probably since Crota? Uh, which is crazy to think about. Um, there's been some good, really good boss fights, um, in, in Destiny, but I, I, this was. It felt, again, it felt a little bit too easy, mm-hmm. but I don't want to, like, rehash all the concerns because we've talked about how a lot of the things that I was really bitching about are stuff that they've said they're not going to implement until the fall expansion, which is supposedly Comet 2 or whatever this leak that Walmart Canada had. <laughs> um, but so far, liking it reminds me why I love Destiny uh, I'm glad that they added more vault space. Um, the shuffle with the nine items in your active inventory is still super annoying to me, especially since so much of the, so much of the stuff you get is just throw away. And all of the armor that I've gotten from my hunter so far has been so ugly. Just like, oh, no. just really ugly. You've and I'm like, got capes make a nice I cape. I know, right? So I love the armor that I have. my um, My opti- that my Optimacy set is my favorite. The cloak, arms, and legs of Optimacy are uh, is, my, is my favorite set. Um, but I also have a, uh, the set from the the raid set is really good. But for the most part, like the the drops that you get are just kind of like. Eh. So I'm like go town. I have yeah. I haven't seen any new armor from the expansion that is blowing my skirt up. Not yet. Mm. So maybe it exists and I just haven't seen it yet. Hopefully somebody will maybe find it soon and post some screenshots actually. of the full armor set so I can maybe have something to grind for. But it oh. looks like the guns are going to be what's going to be yeah <laughs> worth going for. But yeah, so it's, you know, as to be expected, it, it's, it feels okay. If you aren't a diehard Destiny person, I would say no need to jump back in right now. They're still clearly working out the kinks. Wait until this fall. I just. Feel like I'm. I mean, I hope that
1: they'll address this, but it's one of those things where I'm like, do I even bother? Because I feel already so far behind, and that's the problem I have with the last game for me too. Is like once you put this game down, it's difficult to feel like you can catch back up. And I don't know that I'm going to be able to do any of the content with you because if I don't get the drops that I
2: need, yes, you will. I think. You think it's going to be difficult to catch up. But, but that's I, their problem. But I'm here to t- – yes, you're right. It's a communication issue for sure. Yeah. But I'm here to tell you that it's not as difficult as you think because they've made some good changes to help you kind of fast track. And I have to imagine when the expansion drops this fall, they're going to do what they did with original Destiny and give you those kind of fast pass upgrades. Uh, I can't remember the exact name of the crystal thing that you did that lets you elevate one character up to like, the current level. Was it the, the new level or the current light level? Or both? Current level. Um, But at that new level, it allows you to earn light level gear that's much higher. So okay. it's a much faster process. And that's why I'm keeping a lot of guns in my vault. Because I know that I want to get my alt characters up. So I'm happy to run with you. Later. And I know that there's tons of What's Good Guardians that would gladly run as many story missions, as many strikes, or whatever that you would need. It just feels so repetitive. But by the time you play in the fall, there'll be a lot lot more content.
3: I feel like, yeah,
1: I feel like I might hold off and wait till the fall. I
3: don't know what it is about this conversation, but now I'm kind of excited to play Destiny 2
1: again.
2: (laughs) i don't know i don't know i'm thinking like this is actually the real fun. guns are just so good I mean, and they're better yeah, now than they ever really have really fun and it is fun to play with people and there's something very satisfying about was great about the about the grind in the sense that sometimes you just want to have a mindless couple of hours where you just like have a bunch of bullet sponges yeah mm. you know okay a couple of hours yes yeah, no, more not a that, long no. time, right? No. But that and that's the problem is that I want more deep content as like a, oh, a long time oh. player. Mm-hmm. I want more. Yeah. Do you want to be where the people are? Yes. I you want to see, see them dancing? I want to see want to see them dancing. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, floating along. Okay. No, we're done. Um. So, I, I, yeah. I'll give you guys an update once I play more. But I'm not. I I want. I got out my rant. And mm-hmm. I want to get back to the reason why I love this game because a lot of you, while that you appreciated my rant and agree that clearly, like Bungie needs to make some changes, I don't want to get sucked into only feeling negative about a game that I really do love. Yeah. And so I'm trying to focus on the things that I really enjoy about the game and remind myself why I love this game in the first place. And so I'm committed to trying it out mm-hmm. and to seeing the steps that they've taken mm-hmm. and to giving the game. A second chance to win me back. I think that's, that's great.
3: More than fair, and you're allowed to have your feelings, Andrea Renee, because you love this thing so much. Thank you. You can rant and you can bitch all you want, but I do commend you. This was a very uh, a positive uh, discussion about Destiny Two.
2: Yeah, I mean, like I want to be excited about it. You know, yeah. I want to I want to be amped and and look at it and go, hell yeah, they're fucking kicking ass because. Yeah. Yeah. They clearly make an an amazing game. They have millions of players around the world. They have and, amazing
1: mechanics. I yeah. I feel like they just sometimes don't know what to do with them.
2: Yes. Agreed. Yeah. And they have the potential to do so much more, and as much as it pains me to have to wait all the way until September or whenever the next expansion is coming out, um, there's plenty of other games... Coming down the pipeline oh, yeah. that, that we'll be able yeah. to play. And, you know, I'll, I'll probably run through all of the War Mine content by the end of May, just in time for Save Decay 2 to come mm-hmm. out. And we got Detroit coming out. Oh and my then, God, Detroit. Um, you know, we got summer coming up. So there'll, there'll be plenty, there'll be plenty of stuff, of stuff to do. So, um, yes. I will give you guys an update on that probably. Well, no, not next week because we're doing a special episode next week, but the, the week, week after.
1: after. I'll try, maybe I'll try and play with, I just want to pop back in and see what, see what's going on. Yeah. And say should. hello to my hunter and be like, Hey bitch, what's up?
2: Yeah. <laughs> you should. It's, it's nice. Yeah. It's nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, Britt, yeah. you have been playing uh you finished the division you said almost finished the okay Uh-oh. yeah i don't think i ever finished that i definitely game. never finished it, it that's was, another game i wanted to get back into no it was it was uh i
3: think it was gosh month, months ago where i started talking about i'm playing the division yeah. but i'm not sure if i'll pick it up again it's okay nah. um what i learned is jason and i are playing together that game has a learning curve and if you don't really know what you're doing
2: I would play that game and get angry.
1: <laughs> just because... Oh, yeah. Mean? It's
2: frustrating.
1: All I remember is I mean, you shoot things.
2: Oh, no, no, no. Like, those, those enemies are
3: brutal. No, it's not an easy game. Worthy? Don't think it's an easy game. Like I'm not okay, saying... It, I'm just... now, granted. I suck at shooters. But it. those enemies flank. They come from all angles. They are fearless. They are aggressive. And they are aggressive. And they will kill you. Um, <laughs> it's so... It's true. It's very, very true. And so, at first... It was, I was a little confused because, like I said, I don't feel like the game does a great job at telling you what it is you're supposed to be doing and what order you're supposed to be doing it in. Obviously, for a while, this was like the top best selling new IP for a hot minute. And So, like, it, it, people like this game. So, it became much more enjoyable to me when Jason and I started just streamlining, streamlining the story.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: When you're not – because when you're playing it and you're not sure exactly what you're going to do, there are uh, – you have to get – I think they're called technical supplies or points for the medical ward, the technical ward and security ward. And you can upgrade those at your base of operations, but you don't really know if those are a a necessity or not, but those missions don't give you a lot of XP, but in order to level up, so this is the problem. This is why it's confusing is you do a mission, you'll probably level up at least once. But between that, you have about two or three more levels you have to go up before you can do the next mission. You can't go into right. like a level 26 mission if you're like a level 24 character. You will Correct. get spanked. Yes. And so you have to figure out what's the most efficient way for me to level up. Now yeah, all the, the mission missions. Max. Yeah, yeah, and all the missions are essentially the same. I'm not doing the dark zone. I'm doing only the the PvE stuff. Um it's so you can either collect virus samples or you can
2: save civilians or you I can don't I remember
1: doing any of this
2: it was a long time ago yeah
3: um and where jason and i were getting frustrated is we were wanting wondering like you know we can spend hours doing missions but we're only getting maybe a quarter of the way through the experience bar and then we discovered these events on the map and the map itself just isn't super intuitive and ah but after probably 20 or so hours of it we get it and maybe we were just not patient it took you 20 hours no to learn i mean this game. we we understand f- finally like what you have to do in the most efficient way to do it and this could be our fault because we weren't really looking to get in a game that wasn't easy to just pick up and play i don't think you can ever say
1: that it's your fault well i mean yeah um <laughs> i'm just being real like
3: i'm just I, being, i'm, I'm saying, just being real i'm just telling i'm just just, just tell- being, real. being
1: honest and i'm saying that
3: if I mean that's yeah. Looking back on it now, the best it seems simple enough, but it's not the game where there's. It's not the kind of game where it's like, okay, hey, now you have to go here, and I have to go here, and I have to go here. You're given, at least this is my understanding, all of your missions from the get go, and it's kind of okay. Go tackle these how you want to best tackle them, and it's not the easiest thing to figure out how to do that or how to approach that. Did you look at guides at all? No. Okay, just curious. No, no, no. I maybe I probably should have. That would have made no, my was, life a little more enjoyable. that's wondering. Um. Uh, but now that we're into it, we, we understand what's the most efficient way to do that is to streamline everything. Um, other than that, the missions are all the same, how you gain experience points. Um, so it's very repetitive in that regard. But the main missions are so much fun because they, they usually have stages like, go oh, here, do this, do that. But the settings are all different and the tactics of it and how you can play together is really enjoyable. It's just the, the missions you have to do in order to level up that just have gotten really repetitive. So I hope with the Division 2, which we'll see at E3 they're going to address that and make it so it doesn't feel so grindy, so repetitive and focus on making more missions that are like the main missions that you experience in the game. Cause those are really fun. And the piece
1: of operations is fun too. I also really want you to figure out how to make me look different. Yeah. I don't want 30
2: variations of the same puffy coat. Well, yeah. You have to play for quite a while before you get the good cosmetic options. Like
1: how not <laughs> Cause I feel like I played a long time and I was like, I'm literally just this is one military coat after the other and I'm sick of it. Where are my capes?
3: I the only way I got I I think I look pretty badass as a character. Although I I just I have no I look very plain. (sighs) Like I don't have much hair. I just wear aviator glasses and I look like every other character in the division. So I feel you, Steiner. There's not a lot of options for character customization. Um,
2: hopefully, hopefully they've learned that lesson though because Ubisoft has been. Excellent with character customization, not only in Assassin's Creed Origins, but also in Far Cry 5. There's some really fun Mm -hmm. customization. So I think we'll see in the Division 2, which, you know, we're going to get revealed at E3 this year, some more robust options. So I wouldn't,
1: don't, that's what I want. Don't let that hold you down. That's all I want in life. Because when the Division first, like, was (laughs) being talked about, I was like, Armored, a super cool shooter I can play with my friends, and I can, like, I'm, a vanity whore like i want to look cool i'm like the person that the mmos is always going after those cool like the cool looking shit yeah um and so then when i got into the game and i was playing it a lot and i just felt like i just looked like literally everyone else i was super bummed
3: yeah no that happens you just can't care i know you care about that kind of stuff i but care so much no
1: <laughs> but <laughs> no it, it was interesting
3: because we would play maybe we, we were like five hours into it and we have a we live in a neighborhood that has like a mile long loop. So we would walk miles and miles and talk about the division. I'd be like, why does it make that me so, so angry? I, we have to get out. Cause we're old and our backs hurt.
2: But I was like, <laughs> also, you oh don't want gosh. blood clots. Huh? You
1: don't want blood clots. You got no, that want blood clots. flowing.
3: But I've never played a game before that actually like made me angry. Like I got so frustrated yes, playing that. No, no, no. I mean like I would play it and I would get frustrated because it didn't seem to make sense. I'm like, what? But it's because I feel like, and I could be wrong with this. Maybe I it was just in a weird time. And I didn't have the patience. But I didn't understand why I wasn't leveling up quick enough. Why I couldn't? Why I wasn't
1: getting enough supplies so to level up my, like my base? You found some of these side things give you, wow, gave you better XP than? Others. Yeah,
3: yeah. So there there are events. There is a way to minute. There now. are events it's that give you tons of XP, but then there are other things I can't remember what they're called um, that give you points towards your uh, security, medical ward, and tech, and that helps you build up your base of operations, which in terms gives you passive perks and unlocks other perks that you can use if you want to. My brain There's is a lot
1: garbage. I'm, like, trying to remember. Like, the main things I remember, I remember, like, going in and out of buildings. I remember what that was like. I remember, like, fighting people but not being that impressed with the story. Oh, that was the reason why the game made me angry. It does the thing where it's like,
3: hey, go into this building, but we're not going to tell you how to get into this building. So you have to, like, run all around the building trying to find the spot where maybe you can, like, jump up on and climb through a window. I have no patience for that. No, when it doesn't tell, tell you me where to go. Yeah, well, especially if. Well, no, no, no. It's like, if you're not going to tell me, know. that's one thing. But the map marker literally leads you to an incorrect point. It's like, this is where, where you like need to go. Yeah, that path he, the passing was idea. very confusing yeah. for sure. Anyway, I'm very excited for the Division 2 now. Before I was kind of like, eh, but now that I've played this, I see a lot of potential and ways they can improve. And I know people have said that. This 1.8 version has been the best the game has ever been since it launched, and it's fun. It really is. You just have to, you know, kind of learn the way of the game.
2: Yeah, so the Division for me is like people trying to jump into Destiny now, yeah. right? Because yeah. it's, a, it's a live service game that's had a lot of updates and a lot of quality of life changes over its lifetime, and so I'm glad that I've just kind of like watched it all by the wayside, and I'm ready to jump into the Division 2 and, and have a lot of fun with that game. Yeah. I know it's really stupid. What?
1: So the one thing that I got real excited about
2: when I it was an E3
1: demo of The Division and it was like you were like walking up to this building and there was a car and the car door was slightly ajar and your character like closes it and to me that was like fucking mind blowing. I was like oh my god you closed the door. Do you understand? You closed the door. That's so cool and I think everyone probably me was like what's wrong with you no but but i was like but that's such like a my. granted i don't know i cannot remember if that actually was a thing in the game but it was during i can't remember closing any doors it was scripted so i don't think it was actually which is why you can
2: open doors and use them as cover probably yeah no but it wasn't
1: like the door was slightly ajar and it was just the like the animation and everything that they had done where you just very naturally like like, close it and i was like that's cool because
2: you would do that probably I freaked out over the snow in God of War. The
1: snow in God of War was beautiful. Oh Oh my gosh.
2: People don't realize those snow mechanics are so hard to do. Snow physics? Crunch, crunch, crunch. The sound, the way it kicked up around Mm, you, I called it. I'm like, you have to see this. It's like a snow orgasm. Come look at the snow. Snowgasms. Snowgasms. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, we agree that playing anything after God of War makes it it tough to go back to all other games. That's, uh, (laughs) yeah. So you'll notice I haven't said anything I've
1: played this week because I haven't played She's anything. It's ruined. And it's hard. It's really difficult for me to go back. I mean, whenever I finish anything that I love, whether that be a game or a book or like whatever, I tend to be like, ah, like I need space. I need some time yeah, after yeah. to like just ruminate on it and and the fact that I played Far Cry like the day after and just forced my way through that game, I think exacerbated the issue the issue issue
3: no i hear you that's, <laughs> i can speak that's what i played i finished god of war and jason and i are also at that time in the middle of far cry 5 and he's like hey you just finished god of war let's jump right into far cry 5 and uh, i'm like
1: i just need you know a day or two let's minute. play
3: Neverwinter nights on, on pc
1: because it's so vastly different the thing i, yeah. ha- I haven't found my Neverwinter nights because um i, drunk- I drunkenly tried to hop into persona again and it didn't go well Mostly because I was really drunk and like really unsure of what was happening. Yeah.
2: You're like, Oh yeah, there was a lot going on in this game that I don't remember half of. It was mostly like I could recognize
1: that I was drunk and I was like, I cannot time management right now. I cannot, uh, yeah. I cannot make oh, a decision yeah, no. on what is the most appropriate thing to do at this moment. So I'm going to back away slowly. They need a palate cleanser. Play Dark Side Detective on the Switch. No, what I was I was thinking about Nino Kuni now that you've mentioned oh, that. Because oh, yeah. the other game that I really want to get back into is Hellblade. But I just know how much of like Well, number one, I want my hearing fully back for that. And number two, it's such like a, a dark game and like a dark subject and mm-hmm. um but I feel like I just need to rip that Band-Aid off and go for it. Yeah. Because I'm the kind so this is a short, it's a relatively
2: short game. It is,
1: and I'm I've I've played a decent amount of it, so I I feel like I could probably just shut up and finish it. But I'm always that person where and so um in my last relationship, whenever we would look at things like documentaries on Netflix, I'd be like, do you want to watch this like super depressing documentary? I'm like maybe one day. Like I need to be in the right mood for it. Never was I ever in the right mood for it. Documentaries sure. is a rough man, yeah. but I feel like
2: that's what is going to be for me. It's going to be that that documentary that I never watched. It's like watching Schindler's List. Like you know, it's a, like one of the masterpieces of cinema, but like, god damn, like, my sad. god, it brings you down. So Nino Cooney might be a good
3: balance. Yeah. I, think do I, the both. To, I think I need I think I need a both.
2: Nino Cooney do both of them in my life. Yeah, for a bit. or maybe you need some Monster Prom. Oh my god, I. Definitely need Monster Prom. So we're gonna be playing it during the anniversary stream for a little bit, but Britt, you dipped your toes into the Monster Prom pool. Yeah. You successfully dated. I
3: got so re- okay. So the thing I love about this game is my only experience with dating Sims have been full Pigeon.
2: Great. Had a boyfriend. I'm sorry, Hatiful Pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> Which
0: <What's funny,
3: laughs> one
2: I didn't even I was like, yep, that's I what end end i I also game. didn't correct you either. <laughs> I was like, yep
1: i've had a few
3: glasses of wine that's totally the name of that game yep and then that other and sim i talked about on the show a while ago the men of something or another men men women tight tights
2: i didn't see that (laughs) anyway wait have you not seen that No,
3: no no i have but it was like 10 years ago i have a little got it um anyway so my experience with dating Sims is very limited. However, something, Samurai, you're going to love this game because it's I've played it. Oh yeah, that's right, you've already played it. But it's super vulgar. It's super the, the comedy is so dark and twisted and hilarious. They don't hold anything back. The stuff that's talked about is just like, haha, they totally Went there, that's great. There's talks of orgies and dicks and sex. It's perfect. I love wow. all those things. All right. Then. No, it's huh? wonderful. And, uh, I thought I was doing well. So there's a bunch of stages, as you ladies probably know. And every, st- every stage is essentially a new day. Mm-hmm. You get prompted with some questions. If you answer correctly, you gain points. If you answer incorrectly, you lose points. And depending on who you want to take to prom, you have to have a certain amount of points. I thought I was doing really good. I wanted to, um, take Damon. Two prom. The, the prince demon. the demon. Yes. The the prince of hell. Damon the demon. Damon the demon. And at one point I hit a body and all and I I tried it a couple times, and every time the situations were different. So you can't really game this unless you want to play it a bunch. Um and at one point with Damon, I had hit a body next to one of his bodies that like he killed someone all next to all of my bodies. He thought I was amazing and wonderful. Sure. And he praised me. And I'm like, I got this in the bag. I You're concocted like, oh, yeah. I concocted a soup full of knives and he thought that was the coolest thing ever. Soup full? And of then knives. I asked him to come <laughs> and he said, How can I put this delicately? Fuck no and he turned and walked <gasps> away. So you will get rejected a lot. I read a review oh, on this. No. I was like, "Am I this bad at these games?" So I I read a review on Polygon, and the person who wrote it, the author, said that he also got rejected several times. But there are guides out there that tell you how many points you need to have in order to take these people to prom, and there are secret endings as well. Ooh,
2: so there are ways to do of, these. Lots of play, lots yes. of
3: playthrough options. But it's it's really fun. The writing is so clever.
1: And I'm hoping I'm great. okay
2: at this. No, I got rejected. I'm gonna be terrible at it. Let's be honest.
1: <laughs> I, guess, I like dating seems are like the one thing I have, so I'm like, okay, if I'm not good at this, <laughs> god damn it! Like, oh no, Steimer, you'll be fine. No, I mean, I hope it. so. No, yeah, I got rejected. I need a date. I feel like um, when we played at Pax, West, I didn't play with you, ladies. You didn't play with us. No, okay, uh-uh. I played. You were there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I was the only one who successfully got a date at the end of it. But now I'm like, oh no! Can I repeat this? Look,
3: well, because at the beginning, did it have at the beginning of the demo, did it have you answer those questions? Yes. And okay. Yeah, so the, the tricky part is just learning, like, how, what do you have to say in order to woo these people? And it's not cut and dry most of the time. you don't really. Which is good in a way. It's not like Bioware games, you know, where you know what the right thing is to say to get someone to like you a lot more. Well, like, I don't know I about just that. Be kind to oh, you. I am the queen of not getting rejected in Bioware games. Oh, yeah, no, her and I are. We're like, we can get laid by anybody. I will we see want. you and I will
2: bang you if I but want to. But then you need to teach me the ways, because oh, tried we... as I might, I never got to bang Miranda. She oh, never wanted God. to bang me. Oh, God, no, Miranda me. and I. Miranda.
1: So I had a male chef. Where I banged Ashley in the first game, kept her alive. I'm sorry, R.I.P. Kaden, And R. I. P. only kept her alive so that I could romance Miranda
2: in the next game. <laughs> I like rubber facing it. Okay. I hated Ashley that much. Yeah, no, Ashley uh, is a terrible person. Yeah. She's bad. Don't, don't, don't at me. She tried to kill Chris. Don't Rex. at me. Uh, that's, yes, that, that was like.
1: Like, and I, I, she's also Ashley a space alive. racist but it, the fact that she tried to kill rex i was like bitch no
3: i never did a game uh playthrough where i kept her alive so i'm unaware of this yeah what
1: a bitch yeah so she comes back um and i was like yeah. i'm with this hot yeah. chick." but monster prom real fun anyways real funny <laughs> y- y- i
3: screwed up a lot and i restarted my game many times and i realized i'm never gonna get this right and it's fine right
1: Am I might if I play it enough you and see You to get married in real life. I feel like you can manage to figure this video game out. I don't know,
2: man. You could do it, Bert. We believe Thanks. in you. Thanks. We'll see. Damon, you will be mine. Yes. Um, get him. So in addition to playing War Mind, I went back to um, – I brought my Switch with me. I downloaded Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze with all of the intentions of playing it on my Switch. And instead, I was like – you know what? I feel like doing some shrines in Zelda. Oh what? my god! I never thought I'd ever hear the day. I would be a thing. know. Huh. So um, I just booted it back up, and I was like, I just started walking around and looking e- ex- stuff, exploring some areas that I, uh, I I never went to in my original playthrough of, of Breath of the Wild. Um, just reminding myself like how how wide that world is, but like. It's great. It's a beautiful game, and there's a lot of amazing puzzle elements. And I do like how they reward exploration, even though there is there is a lot of open areas in that game. And I know that like Zelda Zelda uh, purists are like, "Oh my god, it's the best game of all time." Yes, go ahead, flip your hair. No, no, no it's not the best game of all time. <laughs> no. I, will, I will return my hair to its original <laughs> state, pre flip for but, that. But um, and like, and it it is, and it definitely, obviously deserved a lot of the awards that it, that it got. Um. But, you know, yeah, just going back and doing some of the shrines and I'm in the, uh, Namoris, I think it is, the divine god, the camel, the camel oh, one. I haven't done the camel, that's um, my last one. And so I, 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 even I, this game. I, nope. I booted it up and, I, and was like, oh yeah. And cause there's this whole section of the map around Hyrule Castle that I just, cause I haven't gone to Hyrule Castle yet, but what I have do you to. Mean? It's like at the, you like walk right by it. No, you can go up to it at any point. Yeah, yeah. I just like have intentionally been avoiding it because, like, man, fighting those guardians. Oh is a pain no, in the ass. it's real. Te- I will it's say, terrible.
3: I think Hyrule Castle is the best part of that game because it has such. In the whole castle is essentially a dungeon in itself,
2: and oh, a lot okay. of things
3: you find. You can find the healing shield.
2: Wait, you played that? Yeah, yeah, because you not can,
1: finished. The- yeah,
2: because you don't. Yeah, because you can go and explore through the castle without taking on Gann. Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, so I've been waiting because I wanted to get the, uh, the master sword. And so I think I have enough hearts now. Cause well, you need 14 hearts, I think, to pull it. Oh, the master. Well, the master sword. Yeah. Yeah. I don't
3: really know. All I know is I, I kept, can you do something that like makes your health ring slower when you do that? I don't, maybe Aww. not. I don't remember. I'm sure
2: there's a guide I can look up. But, um, yeah, I was, so I've just been doing a bunch of like random cycles. Mm-hmm. Psych- there are like a lot of Bullshit side quests. They're all in bullshit that game. side quests. There they're are, all, none of
1: them give you literally anything. But like no. so many of them are just like
3: random fetch Find quests. This thing. Oh, and oh, oh like, the feelings no. are stirring up within me. It's no, no, a, no, no.
1: We're
2: not gonna. We're not gonna no, dive into that rabbit not. hole. It's. Fine. But I, I was playing it, and I'm looking forward to uh, to like what's great about that is I I whenever I have flights, yeah, it's just always there. on
3: My I, switch I, waiting I for I me. I have found my switch, and I have it with me. Yeah. Um, speaking of Zelda, there was a, a job description posted by Nintendo. Oh yes, yes, yeah. Yes. Looking for uh, level design for dungeons, for out- outside fields,
1: enemies, blah, 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 blah. Hello, I would like to design a field.
2: It's the what- Pokemon <laughs> RPG, duh. <laughs> well,
1: that-, <laughs> that would actually be pretty clever. Just kidding.
2: Jeez. But what made me excited yeah,
3: about it was that... Were- the- I like the idea of dungeons and Pokemon. Was the dungeons in Zelda makes me really excited, too. I don't want these shrines. I want actual I mean, dungeons. Yeah, yeah. I was,
1: I- as somebody who was a newcomer to Zelda, I'd heard about dungeons. And then so coming in on this game and being like... There's all these little shrines. And I was like, "Is this it?" No, this- no. I remember the d- uh,
2: The last Zelda that I finished uh, was a link between worlds, the one on the 3DS, yeah. and the dungeons in that game were really great. Yeah, they're fantastic, and that's why I think Hyrule Castle be- is the best dungeon, the best part of Breath
3: of the Wild, is because it is. It reminds me of like it, Jason. and I spent three or four hours like just exploring the whole thing.
2: Yeah, and this is what the dungeon should. Right. I fine. feel like the divine beasts are the only thing that really find it kind of replicates what the dungeons oh. are, and then others. All games, would you agree with that? Yeah, which is a is a is, as we would call it in the nineties a real diss. Yeah, because there's only four of them. There's
3: only four of them, and they're uninspired. The insides all look the same. It's not like when you had the fire temple, the water temple, the forest temple, the spirit temple, the shadow. You had all these awesome things. Not to mention you had the the Deku Tree. You anyway the, what
0: tree? the, the Deku, Deku tree. tree
3: the Deku Tree. You had the Jabu, the Jabu, Jabu Jabu's belly. You had Dango's cavern. All of these themed dungeons and temples Um, that all had, like I said, their unique theme. Yeah, but was all the levels were like for like a themed temple. Yeah, they're not, it's not in, they, which I know. Exist the Wild, well, I know, but like I know.
1: when I, before yeah. I really knew anything, I was just like, this is an open world Zelda. Where's the water temple? Where's the temple temple? Thing? I had,
3: yeah, because I went into Breath of the Wild pretty blind and uh, that was one of my biggest disappointments Is where are the dungeons and the temples? So seeing that job listing well, makes me hope. Would
2: you consider the mazes to be themed temples? Where are The mazes? The mazes? The the um The mazes in Breath of the Wild, don't tell me you never found one of those. Are you the talking mazes. about the, the
3: the labyrinth looking things? Yes. Yeah. No. I mean they're they're interesting, but yeah. it's not I like I
2: haven't found one of those. It's they're like you have to really like go up to the edges of the map to get yeah, them. Yeah, yeah.
3: I mean they're fine, but it's not like, you know, where you
2: had all these themed, like I said, temples and dungeons in the past. Yeah. Where, I mean like I haven't played clearly. Yeah. Not nearly as much as as you have. But like I also kind of felt like it was a little, a little samey, a little samey, oh, extremely samey. Um, and so that was obviously one of our right. criticisms. But like I said, we're not gonna no. drudge that back oh, out no, Yeah, pull me I, away. What pull I what away. I brought it up to say was I had fun. Good, it was fun. Yeah, good, just wandering I think, around. I think that's my goal. And being Little Link. Did you it's,
1: take your shirt off?
2: Uh, I did dress as a girl. There you go. Ooh, the Gerudo. Gerudo. No. I want
1: to say
3: Gerudo. Gerudo. Gerudo it's not Grudo. it's Grudo. break but, right, get your but together. i
2: i don't know if i can take that costume off because like the girl in charge was like i know you you she calls me link now and what? we're fighting the divine beast off. you're good girl you can take it off if take you want off. i've never gone naked though because i i like i like I just, protecting my skin from the elements no i like i like shirt <laughs> off link and then going up to like this girl
1: and her getting very bashful. and her being like i'm a When you're talking to Impa, yeah,
3: it's great. And you're like, Uh, yeah, I need to finish that game. Look at my abs. Look at him. Doesn't have any abs. Doesn't
2: he have like? No, he's too androgynous.
1: You know what? You the fact he has a flat stomach—that's more than most people. That's true.
3: Give me an M-rated Zelda game. Give me an M-rated Pokemon game. I've wanted these things my entire life. It never will happen. It'll it'll never never happen. Hey, I'll I'll settle for another teen like
2: Twilight Princess. Give me another teen-rated Zelda game. <gasps> I could go for an M rated Zelda oh, Pokemon. F- no, like that's through and through a kid's game, <laughs> but we could <can> make <laughs> like
3: a dark Zelda game. Oh, a dark, twisted Zelda game. That was that's always been like my that's something that I appreciate about Twilight Princess is it did kind of broach that subject, but it yeah. obviously was like, oh, it's teen rated, that's fine.
2: Uh, yeah, that would oh man, I know, I'm of Twilight Princess, like where Zelda and Link actually finally hook up, were they finally freaking Let's hook up, give them all some all sexual right? tension.
3: Make gannon like actually like uh, an, an a real nasty really Yeah, well, finally a real pig faced butthole because he's part pig and he has a little snout thing going he on. He the pig. uh Yeah, it's just.
1: <gasps> man. What? one thing we did, I don't think we talked about. Maybe we did. am I From Software, make like the next Yon's Zelda game. To,
2: oh, wait. yes. Oh. Uh, okay so you guys just said two wildly different things so, so Brittany is like from like software make the next Zelda game which I think is a gigantic pivot that will never happen right. uh, we're gonna shelve that for right now <laughs> And then Steimer uh, very aptly reminded me that we'd never talked about the stream that Ubisoft did for our Beyond Good and Evil Two, the Monkey Report, yeah, or whatever. Um, so that's true. We we should have probably talked about that back in the news. Yeah, segment. but I just because of the pig thing, and I was like, and that made me obviously think of the because it happened the last. It happened last
1: week, and that happened last week. Yeah, but at the end of the week, after we'd recorded the podcast,
2: so I don't know. Like that's kind of a lot to dip into right now. But, essentially, they just, like, showed in, some new showed, information. Yeah. And, um, you can be your
1: own hybrid animal, which I was like, fuck,
2: yeah. Right, so they confirmed, the big news there, uh, just to keep it brief, was that they confirmed you will not be playing as any known characters from Beyond Good and Evil. Um, you will be creating a custom character um, to play as in Beyond Good and Evil 2. i I'm gonna be a panda. Yeah. Yeah. Because I can panda right i'm gonna be honest i think it's too much to dip into right now yeah. it's but totally fine the good news is, is they'll it. they'll hopefully be showing something from it at e3 more than what they showed because that stream was kind of boring it it was too long for what it was well and like they didn't show
1: anything really they showed like two ten seconds of a gameplay animation not enough You moving from between ship and ship. Thank you, my darling. Um, And yeah, no, I agree. I I want more.
2: The the big question I'm asking is why? Why did they do this now? Why didn't they just wait until E3, show a nice gameplay demo, and then do like a live stream during the show where they get to talk about all this stuff. This is not even alpha. Every company
3: needs a, is this okay? Is this a smart thing to do? They need that person. Yeah. They
2: do but it yeah. doesn't matter usually. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have the third segment to get to. <laughs> so we're going to cut this it's short. a long one. And by short, I mean we're 2 hours. In. <laughs> Holy shit. Lol. Um so the next segment's kind of special to us because it's all about our first year at what the games. So stick with us everybody. Get uh, get some tissues, get a drink, take a bathroom break. We'll be right back. It's not as bad this time.
1: Whoa, <laughs> the level's hardcore list.
3: <laughs> it makes me salivate. not as bad this time, guys. <laughs> it's not as bad this time, guys. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, shitty. we speak eyes. T- I actually the whiskey. <laughs> Where is
2: the whiskey? Oh, we have whiskey. Oh, we <laughs> the whiskey. Everyone's a whiskey. You don't know want your fucking wine. Give me some whiskey. Where's <laughs> <laughs> <is> your whiskey?
3: Where's <laughs> your whiskey? Oh, do you like the whiskey with your wine? No. <laughs>
2: Welcome back, everybody, It's the final oh, segment no. of the What's Good Games podcast. Um, <laughs> we're laughing because uh, we were talking about whiskey, um, the stainless steel chilling cubes, or wine, wine pearls, pearls. and uh, Simon was like, you know what they look like? <laughs> And I was like, wait, what? And something, and something I'm not going to say on the podcast. I huh? almost said it, so I'm glad you said not saying it. Yeah.
1: Great. I mean, we've established what we're not saying <laughs> on this podcast.
2: Well, we had somebody write into the show to say that we talk too much about alcohol. Oh, we did you know get what? that.
1: No. <laughs> we don't talk enough about alcohol <laughs> <laughs> because I don't even think we really mention it all that much. We
2: don't. We we do drink on the show quite frequently, but our very first t-shirt created by the Hashtagist featured a wine and a whiskey glass. You no, know, there
1: ain't nothing That's
3: wrong a great with
2: part. a little
1: bit of, of alcohol. That's
3: a great part of being an adult. You can responsibly enjoy yeah. certain things in life, and for us, one
2: of those things is alcohol. So long as Correct. you're not unhealthy about it, it's fine. Exactly. Yeah. We have a great time. Clearly. So, as we mentioned at the top of the show, it is our Birthday birthday. It's what's good games 1 year anniversary and what a road it has been thinking about where we kind of first conceived of the episode or of the of the series and we, you know everything that we've accomplished over year 1. So I wanted to kind of take some time um to chat about, you know, some of our favorite moments and favorite memories from the first year of working together.
3: So for me, something that's kind of funny is time where you'll think this is cute. Jason and I are walking around the neighborhood on our, on our little loops that we do. And I was just talking to him about this. Before we flew in to have our first con. it was the night before and our power went out. And the power had been out for probably like six hours at this point. But I had a flight the next morning and it was probably around like 9 p.m. So I'm like, I wanted to put together some notes of things we could talk about at our first meeting, our first WGGCon. And I remember sitting at, our table, Andrew, you also sat at this table. It's one in our house by candlelight because we were literally <laughs> out of electricity, like scribbling down like notes, like frantically. Because I was so excited to do this thing. And it's just so crazy to think it's been a year plus since then. You know what I mean? And it's like, that it feels like that was just yesterday.
1: I'm like, man, I'm yeah, it really doesn't feel like shit. a year ago. Yeah. Like you're saying like 52 and I'm like, what? Because I think I've missed two shows. So I've been on 50 shows. Like, what are you
2: talking about? That's insane. Yeah. yeah. And None of us have really missed that many shows. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got married. You yeah. Got which married. is incredible. You went on like 10 other cruises, which was, you know, good for you, I guess. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Which like, whatever, <laughs> but sure. <laughs> um, and um, it, it's, it's been, it's been a, a, a really wild year. So in our first year, just a couple milestones, um, we partnered with Facebook to do the raise your game stage at E3 mm-hmm. 2017. We also, Simon and I made an appearance in the rooster teeth stage at, at E3. Yeah. Um, we have individually appeared on a bunch of other shows and podcasts, mm-hmm. um, at PAX, West 2017, we partnered with, with Square Enix and Deck Nine Games for the, what's good, games A Life is Strange Before the Storm launch party, which was fantastic and amazing. It was our first, like, really big meetup, and you guys... Brought the brought the goods, like mm. I mean, we had a line out the out the club and around the block, which was incredible. We also we had our first panel and had first yeah. panel we guested at Games Expo in Tulsa as well. Yes. Oh my god, that was
1: so much fun.
3: Wasn't that fun?
1: Yeah. Karaoke
3: and just the, the luchador wrestling oh slash karaoke. So
1: good. And that just, was really yeah, crazy. Going to the arcade bars and like yeah. yeah. I feel like
0: looking any, at it a post anything
1: where I, we do is obviously like fun for me cuz i get to hang out with you guys. So like it doesn't yeah. feel like work ever. Um right. obviously there are like like the tasks that we have to do to make sure that all of the things make it out and whatever. But like just being with you guys is is the best. And Like it doesn't I'm like this is just fun. And, like we did it. This 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 trip in particular was funny for me cuz you were originally I'm just going to say it. I don't care to okay. wine. Okay. Um so like we were supposed to be in hotels. And I was honestly, like, truly bummed. I was just like, <laughs> I don't want to be at a hotel. Like, I when I go... Because I live alone already, right? Like, so I don't, like... I, I don't need to be alone anymore, right? Like, I've got that down. So, coming up here, I'm like, the thing I look forward to the most is, like, sleeping with you, Brittany, and, like, having being my snuggle buddy, and then just, like, chilling in the morning or whatever. Like, I just enjoy those downtime moments that we have. Um, and then, I mean, like, spoiler alert, thankfully, we... We managed to cancel those hotels and now we get to stay here and i'm like you're really excited about it." <laughs>
3: yeah that was also something else I was, I was thinking about reflecting upon this first year remember the very first night um so jason and i you know we live at home together obviously we work together because we both are self-employed and we sleep in the same bed together and so when we did our first What's Good Games WGGCon, that was the first night he and I had spent apart in probably, like, years. Really? Legit. I had no idea. Yeah. And so the funny part is the first night away from Jason, I totally pulled the move on Simon in the middle of my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I remember I, like, tried to, like, snuggle you. <laughs> I was real confused. And you, you said... Cause I was so used to having a stumble buddy. And I was, I was so confused and so out of it that I literally thought it was a dream until the next morning you brought it up and I'm like, sorry about that. Yeah, I
2: remember she just like came up on me and I was like, (laughs) what? Uh, like for people it, who are confused i have a guest room in my house here in the bay area and um i offered to like either have one of them sleep on the couch or to get a blow-up mattress and they're like now we can share the bed it's no big deal and and now i guess it's something we to share look a forward bed for to a everyone. yeah we
3: have at least once a month for an entire year <laughs> yeah. we share share a bed together no Jason's not jealous is he
1: oh
2: i ah. think jason's
1: willing to share with me oh yeah yeah <laughs> he told 100
3: percent. he's not a jealous dude
2: but <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, I, it's a comfortable bed oh my god real gump,
3: right it's the only bed i can just lay on my back and just instantly fall asleep it's the same it's the amazing. only bed i can sleep on my back
2: yeah Fine. it's a no. memory foam y'all
0: yeah
2: no it's just
3: it's just but been not, incredible not I, a
2: full memory foam mattress none of that it's it's, no, a topper. it's an actual like spring mattress with a with a memory foam topper yeah, yeah.
3: actually i think wgg con fell on cinco de mayo
2: Last year, it did. It was around it my did. birthday. Cause it did. because we, had- we. I remember. I have photos of us going out to dinner at GyuKaku, which is a Japanese barbecue restaurant oh, here was in good. San Francisco. And, uh, there's a photo of you with like your little ice cream thing with a candle in it.
3: Yep. And I think you made margaritas. I remember, mm, yeah. I always thought you were so, I was like, wow, this girl's real professional. Cause I came <laughs> in and you had fucking like our, our like little like Google doc notes we've been working on for the past like two months, like printed out and like four little settings and like four little like glasses full of like margaritas. And, and I, I was bought like, everybody notepads yeah. and pens and stuff. I was yeah. like, oh, bam.
1: are you thinking mimosas?
3: No, I think they were a little more – because it was Cinco de Mayo. I think she made myos. Oh, eyes. in the
2: morning we had mimosas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's okay. We I had both. Of- we had both of the M's. Yeah, if you come to my house, I will always provide you with as many food and beverages as you want. Yeah. Going home recently to North Dakota was a reminder of where that – of where I got that from for sure. Because <laughs> like we went to my grandmother's house um, before we flew out and she was just like – Pushing food on us, and finally I was just like, "I'll eat." And then she like made food for everybody. And then everyone was like, "Okay, I guess I'm eating now." Hell yeah! Um, but but yeah, the, those early days, like I know we had tweeted the photo, um, of you know our first WGG con, mm-hmm. being like, "Oh, something to foot or whatever" before we announced. Yeah. And, like, it was so exciting to be able to brainstorm, you know, what this was going to be and and where we were going to go. And I remember those feelings of, like, anxiety and nervousness, like, before we launched oh, and man. published the Patreon. Like, what are we going to, like, say in the video? And what are we going to write in the post? And what are our friends in the business are going to think about it? And, like, now, like, a year later, like, the incredible, sheerly overwhelming amount of support we've received not not just from people we know in the industry and professionals that we've worked with and people who are so happy to be working with us as a team but the the people who have been following each of our individual careers yeah. for several years kind of finally coming together I thought it was always such a really nice moment when people who like knew blonde nerd who came and were like I've never heard of Andrea or Alexa but I follow Brittany so I'm here. Mm-hmm. People who have like been following me since we can confirm days being like I don't know who Steimer is but like she seems super cool you know and like and having like people who followed Alexa at uh, at Polygon or at GameSpot or people mm-hmm. who followed Steimer from her, her Twitch streaming and you know and for playstation just like people coming together and forming a single community and having them all like be so warm and welcoming even to this day like i remember in the beginning we had like a few minor problems with having to ban people for being dicks but like that quickly like went away well it still blows my mind that in a year we
3: have built such an incredible community I can count on one hand the amount of people I've had to ban from social media. And they're clearly people who don't know what we're about. They're just random randos that just happen to stop by and say something. I mean, we – at PSX, we had a meetup. And that was, what, six, seven months into our podcast? And we freaking filled up the the bar area. And that was so crazy to me. Yeah. that So many people were like, we love what you do. And we're like, oh, my God. You mean – it's humbling. You know, you have to take a step back and realize that this is what a lot of people dream of doing. They want to start a podcast. They want to build their community. And we were, we managed to do that in such a short amount of time. And the community, I feel like, is so reflective upon what the morals that we hold near and dear to us acceptance, inclusiveness. And it's just freaking remarkable. And it's so humbling. And I think about it every time I hop on social media. She's like, holy crap. We did the thing, and we couldn't do it without obviously the community.
2: Oh, yeah, Ugh. absolutely, and like, and just having a a group of people who are passionate about talking about games, you know, like, and that's really like when we talked about our message and what we really wanted. What's good games to be? At its core was like, we want to focus on our love and our passion for games. And surely we all get, you know, like a little salty about games from now, for every now and again, like, because we can't be you know, like rainbows and sh- sunshine about virtually everything. We love, we, we're we passionate. Yeah. But like, I think that's what really has held our community together. So Steimer, when you think about, you know, like where you were a year from today to where you are now, like, do you have a special episode that like stands out to you or or an event or something that is like a defining moment that you would look at and be like this this is what what's good games like kind of means to me god damn (laughs) (laughs) i honestly i don't think there wasn't ever a
1: specific moment i mean maybe when we all were getting together and like do we're like oh my god are we doing this we're doing this we're okay cool (laughs) um it was kind of like I just felt really honored to like, to be part of it with you guys. And, and then just like every moment moving forward, it still sort of doesn't quite feel real sometimes. Like I it, it feels like, am I really doing this thing? Like with these really cool people, like, is this, is this my life? Is this, this is pretty cool. <laughs> um, I'm just really grateful. Like to have this, to have you guys to have like all of our community be what it is. Um, I just think, you know, 50 shows later for me personally, 50 shows later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's really, really cool. And I, it's still like, oh my God, like, I don't know. I, th- I find podcasts interesting because I did them at IGN, but then I hadn't done them in a very long time. And now I, you can have a number, be like, I
2: did 50 shows of a thing. <laughs> yeah. it's <laughs> A lot of shows. It is. Especially because we talk forever. We really, we really do. Yeah. Yeah, um, Britt, I'm going to give you a chance to think about what your answer is. Um, but like one, cause I'm going to ask you the same question. Um, but like one of the things that I remember is the night that Britt brought her onesie in. Oh, the onesie. Her link onesie. And, um, she also had the Snorlax onesie, and then Alexa and I made John Drake go to Target and pick up onesies for us while we were shooting because we were wanted to all to be in onesies together, yeah, and so I really got the fun. unicorn onesie, and then we got her a dragon onesie. so good. And like that moment of like having this like adult pajama party with like some girls that I absolutely adore. And, like, having too much wine and watching stupid movies, it was just, like, is this, like, real? Mm. I'm with you, Simon, like, the sense that, like, clearly, like, a lot of work goes in, and we never want you guys to have the impression that all we're doing is goofing off. No. Because obviously the show gets to you somehow, but, like, that the amount good. of work that also, like, I have to give, like, a moment of, of praise to the amount of work that Brittany does behind the scenes that you guys don't know about. Yeah. And, and, and if you're at all involved in our social media channels you see a fraction of it but like she does so much for the show that you guys don't see and she's going to be very uh, humble about it of course um but it's just like those moments that we are able to share with you whether it's an instagram post or a, a photo on twitter or a post on our patreon page or our facebook page That like reminds us like, this is why, this is why we do it. You know, like Mm -hmm. it's like the moments that we get to have with each other. Not to mention like the moments I'm going to talk about later about like the messages that you guys sent to us. But, um, but Britt, do you have like a, like a favorite moment or a standout thing that you can think about over year one that you were like, that was really cool.
3: (gasps) Well, okay. So like. Like you both have said, getting together and while we are together in San in San Mateo for the few days that we are, you know it's a lot of work, but we do try to squeeze in a lot of hangout time, and that involves dance parties, silly movies dinner whatever it is her those are, slow education of movies from the 80s and 90s i'm trying mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. those are obviously a definite highlight because first and foremost we're friends and that's why this thing carries on is because we have a solid foundation of friendship and through that i feel like we can it sounds cliche like something you'd, you'd hear in a jrpg but you can do anything right as long as you work together and keep your communication lines open and all that cheesy wonderful beautiful shit um from a success standpoint, I'd have to say it was when we reached number one on the
2: iTunes chart. Oh, my God. It's so amazing. For a, for a little bit, we were there. And we beat Car Talk for a hot minute, We you did beat hot, Car oh Talk. Yeah. And since then, we've
3: consistently been in the top 25, top 30. And I think that's freaking incredible to think that we alone have built this show that is the top. I mean, we're usually 20, 20 But... the entire world of video game podcasts like that's remarkable especially since this whole thing is held together by duct tape and dreams (laughs) it really (laughs) is you know and we just have so much fun and it's amazing like you said this doesn't feel like work it feels like we just get to come together and there's a lot of work that goes behind goes on behind the scenes and whatever but it's always so rewarding especially when the final product that gets pushed out there is the show and that's what's rated so highly and it's like damn like we just get on here and we say stupid shit and we goof off but people love it and i think that's extremely rewarding and just knowing that for a little bit we were on that top and i know the algorithm works a very specific way but we were number one for a while and we screenshotted the shit out of it and oh yeah i still have that on my phone it was such a cool moment i remember i was in lake chelan in eastern washington when that happened and i was like damn like look at us like our show went live friday i was up promoting it on patreon and whatnot i'm like here we are like this is incredible I don't know. It's just, there's so many moments.
1: This, yeah. There, it's Ugh. That's why it's hard for me to answer that question. Cause like every time I would, I would say that it would be the moment, like there was something better after. Like, I just feel like this year has been such a pleasant progression of both professional and personal relationships. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's been really good.
3: Yeah. It's, it's cool too. You know, I've been doing this one woman operation for, Years now. I started my website in 2011, but, and that was, I had so much fun doing that. My, the blonde nerd thing, I had Facebook community. I I mean, I still have these things the Twitter, the website, the YouTube channel. Um, but I feel like, you know, what's good has been able to take, it has taken me to that next level in career progression that I otherwise would not have gotten. That's just the way the industry works, right? And I feel like we all, Feed into each other's success and we all bring each other up and raise each other up. And for me, it's, this has been the bit, I'm at the peak of my career right now, I feel like. And it's thanks to this podcast. Oh no, girl! You got way more to go. Yeah. Well, as not the peak. Sorry, I'm at the but highest yeah, point I've been at. Things ed.
2: are up on the you're, up, and up. You're on the up and up. I'm on the up and up. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, not the yeah peak. for sure. I mean, and that that's what's great about working with other professionals who have been in the industry. And that was really why it was such a focus for us when we launched our Patreon to talk about, you know, our years and years of industry experience and why us coming together was really such a kind of a unique storm of uh, of opportunities because you all brought something really amazing to the table that i loved about each of you individually and so when we first got together as friends to talk about this as as trying to make this a thing it was like well you know alexa ray is bringing this Brittany's bringing this steimer's bringing this andrea's bringing this and like together we kind of In our description, you know, we formed this Voltron that became, you know, what's good games, and I think that that still holds holds true, true today. And we've been so blessed to have support from our friends in the industry and to have amazing guests, you know, like Naomi and Joey and Alana and Jared and Khalif, um, Khalif, and you know, and Kim and and so many others. It's been it's been great, and we look forward to having even more amazing guests in the future. But really, at the heart of it. Is you guys, whenever we are having a tough day and whenever the work feels like it's just dragging us down because as any small business owner will tell you, any content creator, any streamer, anybody who's trying to make a living for themselves, the thing that we love to do sometimes feels like the last thing we get to do because there's so much other stuff whether it's responding to emails or reading contracts or doing accounting or talking to like the, the, the tax people or all of the, the kind of like the busy work. Thanks bullshit. for handling that bullshit by the way. Hey, yeah, you're welcome. So <laughs> um, around, around the biz, a business part of running a business can sometimes weigh you down and not allow you to remember why you're in the business in the first place. Mm-hmm. So whenever I have those moments, I go to this folder that I keep in our email called thank you Mm. because so many of you have gone out of your way to write us and tell us what what's good games means to you. And that means everything to us. I'm going to try like not to get all weepy right now. No, it's true. But like having those moments and like, we appreciate even the small things if you guys even write in a single sentence to us and we read literally every single email that comes across our inbox sometimes it may take me a few days to get to them um but we read them all and like having you guys write in and share your personal stories whether it's you know something a, a, an anecdote that one of us read or whether it's, you know, one of you relating to Alexa Ray's stories about what she was struggling through or whether it was a, one of like Brittany's silly faces enlightening a day where you were having like a really hard time or you like being like S- salty timer is my spirit animal. You know, like it's the, the messages that you guys send to us, whether they come across our Facebook page or Twitter, or you write to us in an email that, To me, makes all of the late nights, like having to re-edit the podcast five times because of an audio glitch, like until I'm up at like 4 a.m. being like, oh God, I got to publish in three hours. (laughs) Like it makes it all worth it. And for that, I can't thank you guys enough. Like it's, it's really like I can't, I can't put into words,
3: no, like what it
2: means to us.
3: I think because sometimes it doesn't feel real, you know. I just received a Facebook message. We received a Facebook message on the What's Good Games uh, page about how we helped a father through some really, really tough times, and we brought him enough smiles and laughs that he was able to find the strength, according to him, to gain custody of his daughter. And when you read stuff like that, it's like we couldn't have possible
1: us like, really. There's no way we made it. No,
3: difference. we're no. just goofing around on the internet yeah. Yeah. and reading stuff like that, and just oh man, it, it. I just have no words. Like you said, like we can say thank you, and I don't feel like that adequately expresses like how much that truly means because sometimes it doesn't feel real.
1: It doesn't. Like so, even at uh, the differences between Pax West and Pax East this year. were were night and day for me and like going to pax east and being like we all like we nearly filled up that room which was way bigger than the one we even had at pax west um number one i was also like on like fever brain sick i was real (laughs) sick but it also just was i was kind of i really almost wanted to ask like are you all in the right place like did you mean to come here why are you here like, know, like like because like i like hanging out with you guys but like i don't know it was just like a weird thing for me where i was like i'm in weird fever brain mode but there's all these people here why are they here and then it was just it was and then like going to the meet and greet and i apologize if i met you at that meeting greek that was real sick but um and I was like, what's happening for you? What's, <laughs> what's going on? Uh, but it, like, even that was just – it's just – it is hard to process, I suppose, mm-hmm. um, because I never really think of anything that we're doing as more than just like getting to hang with my friends. Right. And I i mean, I'm grateful and I'm humbled by anybody who thinks that we, we help them in a significant way. Um but mostly, I just like hanging out with you guys. <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean, we're pretty cool, Simon. I mean, come <laughs> on, here, flip.
1: You guys are so cool. I feel like so privileged that I get to like hang with
2: you. Oh, stop
3: like, it! You're cooler than I am. Oh, Go away. Really not. It's true. You are.
2: Oh. Um. All right. Well, listen. Um. You ladies, um, are fantastic and wonderful. And um, right back at you, girl. Well, thank you. And obviously we wish, um, you know, Alexa Ray could have been here to celebrate our anniversary with us, just like we're going to probably say that on the stream a- a- as well. But, uh, we're super excited that she's having a great first week at her kick ass new job, oh, yeah. which she will, a lot of you have reached out to us to ask, like, when is she going to talk about it? Like, we, I, I, I don't know. That's not on us. That's, yeah, that's, that's her, her decision to make when she's ready to publicly disclose it. But I will say it will happen probably in the next 2 to 4 weeks. So um probably sooner <laughs> so than later because once it gets out to get it'll get out there. Yeah. But it's it's awesome and she's doing well and she said that her first week has been going spectacularly and we miss her and hopefully we'll be able to get her back on the show and i'm going to get the right mounting hardware to put on the wall to get the yeah. keyblade it the nearly yeah.
1: hit me in the head we, i know i had
2: it up there earlier before we started r- recording and then when we were doing our tests it fell off the wall i guess it did it scared scared me. like 10 feet in the air i thought it was it's about giant, to giant guys it's a giant keyblade it's pretty awesome <laughs> i didn't want to get a head of concussion um but it's been an awesome year and um you know, I'm gonna raise a glass to yes. um and hope you guys will raise your glass wherever you are, uh, to year two of what's good games oh, and, man. To, and to into more exciting it's stuff. The terrible comes. twos. Let's mm-hmm. do it. Oh, I'm down for terrible twos. I'm into it. Uh, year two is twice as nice. Yeah. There we go. Mm. I like that. That's better than terrible twos.
1: So, but like terrible in like a like we're fucking shit up way. Oh, we're yeah. We're going to
0: wreck
3: house. Yeah.
2: Ooh. Ooh. Like hulking out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I like that, Andrea. That
3: was nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Let's do it.
3: I'm so excited.
2: And <laughs> we want to give one more shout out and thank you to all of you guys. And we have to read our our lady. turbo patrons i know we normally do it at the top of the third segment but we kind of got, we, away got a from side so back. we got sentimental I think we had a little booze well,
1: yes, we got sentimental that's true we wanted to get mushy and gushy we got
2: so mushy so gushy it's Look, all in there
3: pizza sounds so good right now
2: pizza sounds Fuck. legit No, it's a bad decision, right? But it's so good. So I'm going to pull up the names right
3: now. And we get to listen to Andrea mispronounce half of them. That's true. Which is the fun part part of every... Yeah, it's the best.
1: Every... Yeah. Every time. Every time is when she gets to make... When we make her read these names. (laughs) Every time I'm, like, pulling this list, I'm like, yeah. Do
2: you want to read the names? No. Honey, that is I can tag team new. them with you. <laughs> oh, yeah? You want to come over Wait, here? Wait, you want to round robin this no, shit? I got, I
3: got it right here. You say okay. one, I'll say one. We'll do this. Oh, wow. oh okay. Oh, but man. you know,
2: when I get to the back half, I start to confusing. read real fast. I, I got yeah, you. does. I'll keep it. This is definitely going to go bad. You yeah, guys, guys ready? I'll yeah. Yes. Okay. Big Daddy says yeah. Here we go. So this is our shout out to our awesome... Turbo patrons and above. Again, patreon.com slash what's good games. If you like what we do, if you support um, our voices in the world of video games and you want to toss us a buck, we would greatly appreciate it. Uh, but in order to get a shout out, you got to toss us 20 bucks. 20 bucks. Um, so thank you to all of these people who love what we do and support what we do. We would not be here. Literally. Uh, without you guys. Literally. No. So thank you. starting with our amazing Sponsor, Mr. Alex Rogopoulos, Thomas Buck, Lincoln Davis, David Ecolucci,
3: Ferris Atay, Martha Emery, Austin Riley, Stephen Insler, Miss Miss Sal Villegas, Kia Bright, Steph Wu, Regan Impson, Dustin Lewis, Matt Nichols,
2: Tara Bruno, Ooh, Kyle Heyman, <laughs> Amar Dillon, Sion Stevenson, Aaron J. Saxon, Gary Wilburn, Benjamin Pardue, Gary Oxborough, R.J. Bryan, Trevor Stake, Joe Schlieff, Tom Coots, El Michelle, <laughs> Jared Howard, Tyler McCall, Carl Peterson, Kathy Lucas, Molly Bittner, Josel Bassa, Muhammad Mohammed, Nam H. Bowie, Jeff Hutchinson, Daniel, Raymond, George, Ralph.
3: I really appreciate writing your postcards. Every month is amazing.
2: <laughs> Jason Davis, Alberto Andrés Vidala. beautiful Gregory Horton, E Izaria, Lucas Shaney, E Izari. I'm sorry, I said that wrong. It's fine. It sounded Robert Guerrero, <laughs> Mark Trastrup. Jennifer McNichol. Some guy named John Drake. Some guy named John Drake. You know who that is. Uh, Joe Kennison. Bill Stillwell, Jason Erickson. Noclip. Which is Danny O'Dwyer, in case you didn't ma- didn't know. You can uh, support him at patreon.com slash noclip. Um, Adam Rapone. Chris Campbell. Kevin Dunkel. Billy Shelby, Shibley. 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 It's Shibs. It's the Shibs. He's I know him. He, he works for PUBG he, now. His face popped in my head when I said it, and I fucked it up. <laughs> Stephanie Fitzwilliams. Sam. Jacob Beeman. Jesse Giovale. GeekHardGames.com. Tommy Larson. Uh, Ross Haney. Jessica Salisbury. Nicole Humphrey. Brooke Lurie Asia Harris. Anthony Murphy. Kyle Somerville. Adrian Williams. Pure Blue Octopus. That's uh, not a real name. <laughs> Sydney Carr. Geo Carsey. Marcus Brown. <laughs> Mikey Phillips. Materia Attic. Jay Machui. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Goddard. Martin T. wood <laughs> Leviathan Masters, Barella, Shane Rhyom. Wait, uh, Jesus, wait. Oh, I like how you're. Shane Rhyom. Oh, I've never Isn't seen that, I've never seen that last name in my life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Rayu? Rayum? Okay, oh, put the Rayum. Rayum? Rayum.
2: <laughs> Matt Howell. Ozzy! Ozzy Mejia. Mejia! You're the best, Ozzy. I miss you. I love Ozzy. Uh, Christian Rodriguez. Tim Ross. Troy Spredlin. Louis Creech. Dale Sun. Daryl Walters. Donato Senichio the, the third. third. Tony Hahn. Genevieve Schultz. Matty with And my mama, Teresa Enert You guys fucking nailed that. Yeah. yeah, that was real. Impressive. I'm gonna make you do this with me from this now. This is on. fun. No, you no I'm real bad. Yeah. I have been known to. I'm real. I'm real bad at saying. But you things. know what? It's better when you put like a weird accent on it. Too. And yeah. Macuie likes just it when I, with I it. just like, put a little, and then it will be fun. Here's the thing:
3: makui has even said he likes it when I mispronounce his name. So there we go. Last
2: last month it was Mahoo <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so thank you to all of you wonderful, amazing, beautiful people. And what, what I love about this list is that so many of these names we've been reading for the entire duration of year one. And we point? literally can't like say any more thank yous than we already mm-hmm. have. Um, we really, really appreciate it. And like to all of the new people, I definitely see some new names on here. Welcome. Welcome to the tribe of what's good games. Welcome pure blue octopus. <laughs> It's it stands out for sure. And we got, we got a, we got another one. We have um the the dot, the, the dot .com. The dot com. I'm definitely going to have to check this out now. Literally pulling it up. <laughs> um <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, it's been 52 weeks of what's good games. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. Again, if you missed the live stream um, uh, Twitch TV, twitch.tv slash what's good games, youtube.com slash what's good games. We'll also be posting it at what's We'll be tweeting the link at youtube, or excuse me, twitter.com slash what's good underscore games. We're going to put it at facebook.com slash what's good games. And we're probably going to put it at patreon.com. dot com slash so oh, yeah. Instagram, girl. Oh yeah, but we're, we're working on the Instagram. Hey, I'm. You know, people like the Instagram. People like the-, the gram. It's all about those 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 stories, y'all. Yeah, I guess oh, so. Yeah, Filters girl. and stuff. Damn. That's what the hot the hot Let's kids are doing. make us all into dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to say goodbye. Um, once again, um, have a lovely weekend. We will see you guys next week with a special edition of our E3 prediction. Oh, man. I'm going to be at Judges Week, and Brittany going to be out of town, so we're going to record an episode early, but we hope you enjoyed. It's going to be a doozy. Uh, we will see you next week. Bye, everybody.